0: Welcome to Bad Puns and Machine Guns, the podcast where we watch and discuss every Garnold Schwarzenegger movie one at a time, and maybe the occasional surprise as well. I'm Mike Olson. And I'm Kevin Keane and today we're doing our Season 4 and Podcast Recap. We're going to do our usual uh, breakdown of the last eight episodes, and then we're going to... We've got some top fives of various categories, just kind of blowing it out, just give our, our final thoughts Yeah, prior to the final episode where we're going to rank them all. That's, that's going to be next episode, but... Uh, all right. All kinds of uh, recap and to do. Indeed. So uh, After this endeavor, this two years of uh, this yeah, journey the, we've been on. The project is nearly complete. I, I think until we rank them all, it's not officially complete, but we got all the movies done. Yeah, that'll be uh, an interesting podcast. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but no. uh, <laughs> do you have your rankings done yet? Or yeah, you- I, so actually, I had an easier time doing that than... Uh, doing the the top five I had a harder time on my top five than I did in the actual ranking of the movie yeah it's tough sometimes to remember specific moments because there's so many like yeah. you know 32 movies times two hours it's just that's a lot of, exactly. uh, of content we've gone over in the last yeah, couple of years and especially the stuff in season one that's really tough because it was <laughs> some of it almost 2 years ago. Yeah, so. definitely. It's hard to remember a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um I was actually listening back to a couple episodes like what did I think about this at the time? It's like <laughs> not that I necessarily feel like I need to have like any consistency like you know it's yeah. been 2 years. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe change. Opinions change, but um I was just a couple of spots I was like well, I, I need to go back and hear what I said. I don't want to like be like I was I was pretty <laughs> consistent. I was pretty I was, That's I was good. it was more of double check. I I will say this. I I wasn't surprised I know we're getting ahead of, way ahead of ourselves A whole episode. I wasn't surprised on my ranking in the bottom and the top, you know, like top three and bottom three. But I'll tell you, there's, there's a couple in... and eh, maybe not a couple. There's the top ten, there's something in there that I... I was surprised. i bet it's the same thing, but uh, I'm really anxious to get to the next episode. This is like, this is like a clue right now. It's right. like, ooh, what, what's in the envelope? Is it Professor Plum with the candlestick in the conservatory? Uh, let's actually do that. I think next when we record right. that episode, write down what it is, and I'll write down mine. Well, I mean, we'll find out on that episode anyway. Yeah. I'll bet it's the same movie. but That um, would be awesome we'll, if it is. We'll get there in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, for now, uh, let's start with our season four recap. So yeah. uh, we had eight eight uh, movies that we uh, covered. Yeah, so uh, do you want to start with the stats or the rules in a crisis situation? Uh, we can start with the stats and then right. we'll do the rules. All right, so let's just run through the movie. So, raw deal. Uh, well, first of all, uh, at the end of season three, our body count. Yeah. We were at 842. I actually had to make an amendment on The Running Man, of all things, our second episode. For some reason in this spreadsheet I have here... I had 34 written down, even though everything else said 36. My actual notes from that day said 36. I don't know how 34 ended up in oh, here, but it's been we've been carrying forward this error for literally a year and a half. Hey, it's consistent. So I don't know. There's probably more errors. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna double check all of this before the next episode. But you know, these are these are tentative, you know, yeah. provisional numbers. Let's say. So as of the end of season three, we were, we were at 842 bodies, 66 puns, 29 puns by Arnold. And then Sven, we had eight Sven sightings and three Franco Columbo sightings. I took away a Sven sighting on uh, Batman and Robin because he was only in stunts. and I realized like, why did I put him down? We not, we don't actually see him. Oh, he's yeah. in the credits as stunts, so I put him down all the time. I was like, why? I'm not counting him. For yeah, that. if he's not there with actual either face in or a line, it probably shouldn't count. I think he's one of those Mister Freeze guys with the masks that like just you know the, the hockey mask. Yeah, he's an anonymous yeah. kind of uh, thug. All right, so raw deal. I'll start with uh, season four. So body count of thirty seven. Two puns, one by Arnold, uh, which was, uh, I'm going to knock them dead. Yeah. Which, we'll, we'll get to that list, um, uh, the pun list. All right, Conan the Destroyer, body count of 47, one pun, not by Arnold. Both of those movies had Sven sightings. The Last Stand, body count of 27, uh, no puns at all. Nope. True Lies, body count of 85. Yeah, it was insane. It was a lot. So, is that more than commando? No, it couldn't have been more than a commando, but it keep commando a run for its money. I can give you the top ten once uh, we, I go through all these. We, we have all these numbers. So, uh, body count of eighty-five, one pun by Arnold. You're fired. Yep. Uh, the sixth day, body count of twenty, and a lot of those were redundancies. But we set the rules as we set them. Yes. Three puns, all by Arnold, Junior, and Pumping Iron. Both of those are double goose eggs. No bodies, no puns. Although Franco Colombo does appear in Pumping Iron, yeah. so that's at least a nice bonus. And then Terminator Genesis, body count of 42, no puns by anybody. So yeah. Genesis ahead. feels like a, a pretty high body count too for some reason. That's on the high end. And it's yeah. it's definitely like the top half. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's that that the storming sequence in the beginning has a lot. Yeah, I think when, when they're headed to the time machine, I mean there's like 12 right there in in one shot. Yeah, now that I think about it, where where were all those bodies? We just did this episode, and I'm already starting to not remember. How did we get to 42? That seems like a lot. Well, you've got that. I mean, a quarter of them are right there. Yeah. You've got inside the police station, there's a decent amount. You've got a couple of, on the other side of the bulletproof glass, there's like four yeah, or five true. in there. Yeah, some uh, some Cyberdyne guards. Some Cyberdyne guards bite it. I guess it's pretty spread out. It, that's the thing is, other than probably that opening sequence, they're spread out. But you get three here, five here. I think there's a couple on the. <laughs> you know what I think it is? It's just so many Terminators in that movie. You know, you there's think it's like lost in four evil Terminators across that movie. It's a, like, yeah, because uh, those aren't Sarah's parents on that. Did we put them on the body count? I don't even remember anymore. I think we. You, yes, because there's an ex, it's talked about an explosion. And normally we didn't do off-screen, but I think we counted her parents. I'd have to go back and check. We really should have. Uh, now at the end, it's like we, we never really codified these rules, yeah. so whatever. It's loose. They're, they're more, than, more guidelines. Gu- <laughs> That's exactly I was about to quit the same thing. More of a guideline than a rule. Anyway, so total counts for Season 4. Body count, 258. Seven puns, five by Arnold, which I think is the highest like percentage for any given season. That's definitely the most Arnold like the highest share of puns that Arnold has ever had. Yeah. Uh, so we have grand totals. Do you care to make a guess? We, we you know we're over a thousand. And the body count. And keep in mind we also have aftermath to consider, you know, there's bodies there, but Yeah, we felt kind of not okay on that. You know, I think we're okay not counting it because technically it's a direct to video movie. <laughs> It's not, I mean, it, that's a stretch. It, it was released in theaters, but... That's a stretch. Uh, I think we would be justified if, in if not we, counting it as an official Arnold movie. If we had not already had this nice uh, podcast laid out in eight-episode <laughs> seasons, we would have normally done that movie. You, and, think, you think I'm, I'm uh, letting the cart... Uh, what's, the, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Pull the horse? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's fine. I'm being biased because I don't want us to have our, our, it's too clean our without neat it. things messed yes, up. It's yeah. extremely neat. Uh, I'm gonna guess on the body count: twelve hundred and thirty-seven. Oh, we just barely got over a thousand on True Lies. God. That seems. <laughs> oh, really? See, I thought we had passed it, and then True Lies. So, okay, let let me No, amend no, no, it no. Then. On True Lies, we passed the thousand. On 1, True 1, Lies, oh, um, I mean, you could probably get a pretty close estimate just based on what I listed out, but one one thousand eleven, a thousand eleven. Yep, it's more than that. It's a nice round number, in fact. I I was kind of pleased about that. Is it 1,100? 1,100 on the nose. Wow, that is perfect. Yeah, which worked out. It's a good thing I went back and I caught the error on the running man. And then uh, total puns, 73, 34 of those by Arnold. 10 Sven Olai Thornton sightings, 4 Franco-Colombo sightings, a total of 14. Wow. So I was hoping to get a really detailed breakdown Maybe i 'll have a next episode maybe i won't i i I wish I was really documenting more thoroughly like I would love to do a statistical analysis of just like how many by like firearms, how many by stabbings, how many falling from a high place, you know how many by alligator we've got all kinds of like a variety of stuff there there has been a great variety, so yeah we, I, don't, we don't have that I mean gun has to be the runaway victor, but it would still be nice to know what some of the others rank up probably as. i mean you've got explosions like I think gun and explosion might. You know, split the vote, and then you've got Conan the Barbarian coming through with the sword, like, you got, you got a leading couple, the way, and you have a couple of, at least a few, uh, breaking of the neck, including one of my favorites, which I'll I'll save. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I, we don't have that, unfortunately. I wish we did. But no. uh, let's move on to uh, the rules in the crisis situation. Yeah, so rules uh, for Season 4. I do not have them for all the seasons, so I, I, hopefully you're not expecting me to recap them all. No, that's just the 8 from Season 4. Yeah, so this is the Season 4 recap. So, raw deal. When faking your own death, make sure to leave a getaway vehicle. Conan the Destroyer, shoot the glass. Oh, those mirrors. Uh, the last stand if this is actually probably the most helpful one if wounded go to a hospital not the police yes uh true lies plan your exit strategy the sixth day only count or rely on yourself yeah, uh, Junior created diversion. Can I stop you for a second? We yes. I, I had some feedback about Junior from my friend Peter. Oh, okay. Because he had pointed out one of our previous rules from a previous season was always have a plan B or yeah, it was the escape plan. Always have a plan B is the yeah. rule. And he's like, well, plan B is a birth control method. It's, <laughs> he's like, you could have saved it for that, and that would have been a perfect rule for, for ah, Junior. He has me there. I, I, I had not thought of that. I one. thought it was very clever. I, I burned it too early. Yeah, That's, we did. Uh, that is a good a good one. Pumping iron, be ready and able if a friend's going to turn the table. I was really stretching, but I do kind of enjoy that one. Yeah. Uh, and then Terminator Genesis, it really wasn't from the movie, but I just wanted to end it with one of my favorites, which is never waste a good crisis. Yeah. Which or, Ar- Arnold proves over and over again. Yeah. He's or- constantly in crisis. Arnold Schwarzenegger characters are always in crisis. Yes. I believe actually I, the quote is never let a good crisis go to waste, is actually what it is. Yes. But either way. So yeah, those are the rules. And. Um, So we're finished up. We got the stats and all the rules. So now uh, the best and worst of season four. I don't know what category you want to start off with. Uh, I mean, we should save movie for last. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, let's start with... uh Role, I guess. All right, we, sp- we split up role and performance this time because yes. it caused a lot of confusion pre- in previous uh, season recaps. That is, um, we had a tough time, you're right. Yeah, so let's start with the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, favorite role from this season and your least favorite role. All right, my favorite role was Pops, Terminator Genesis. Okay, I, yeah, I thought about going with Pops. Pops is great. I really enjoyed him, so. But in the end, even though Conan the Destroyer is not a great movie, I like it more than you. Yeah, but he is still Conan the Barbarian and that's still a great character and he's still iconic as Conan the Barbarian. Like he kind of mm-hmm. hovers above that movie, I think. I can understand that. It, it was it, that movie is tough for me, so I, yeah, I, I couldn't get past it. I wasn't that. expecting you to agree with me there. I didn't Not think you'd come in with Conan's Conan the Barbarian. I think I may have done that two seasons in a row. In fact, I did. All right. So, you really <laughs> enjoy Conan. That's what you're telling me. It's a great character. Arnold Arnold as Conan the Barbarian is a great character. Yeah. So, I just one last chance to uh, show some appreciation. Uh, <laughs> all right. How about worst? I think we're going to disagree on this, actually. Okay, well, I, I went with something a little a little esoteric. I chose the non clone Adam Gibson. <laughs> that is his worst role because I would not it's have just that. he's just some guy. He's just a helicopter pilot. Mm-hmm who you know has fun in minivans and you know it, it doesn't really have much of Smokes a cigars illegally he likes cake yeah look at his cake you know he's he, what is what the is closed he? captioning really have helped you <laughs> That's on that true. one I, yeah so i, I went uh I, I thought for sure you were going to go with uh, junior and alex s no I, I did not i actually went with arnold in pumping iron <laughs> i and it's not the i don't like what we talked about that they tried to paint him to be a villain I'm just going to jump to it. I put that down as my worst performance. Okay. <laughs> All know, right. so Let's we split just, them up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I put that more on his kind of, he's not quite the actor he would become later or yeah. as you're, so you're saying it's cause like in my mind, worst role, meaning the character that is least yeah, interesting. It's because I, I don't know. I, I think some of it was when I was listening back to that episode, our discussion that, it's the wrong movie. He shouldn't be the villain. That's it's not the right fit for him. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. I see I mean, where it comes really, from. Really, the stuff that really works, in particular that prison scene, is showing his charisma and how you know he can kind of work a room is far more uh, fitting and would have been more interesting uh, if they had focused on that. Yeah, so, it's a very confused performance because like I think Arnold naturally is an interesting kind of likable person and right. yet yeah like you said they're trying to cast him as a villain something so not it's just yeah it's just a clashing of yeah i mean I, I, now that you put it that way i probably should have put it down as no, a role because i think you've convinced me that that is the problem not so much arnold's performance all right so then on performance i'll just go right to the worst then i had alex s jr i there not that he has there's a lot wrong with that movie but i don't he's just a cardboard cutout and maybe that's what they wanted him to be, but it's just not interesting and probably his worst performance. Yeah, I mean, he's just – he's kind of miscast for what they decided to do. Yeah. Even though the movie kind of – the premise doesn't work without someone like Arnold. Like, it has to be – It does have to be someone who's really masculine, but again the, – But the character was not that. No, yeah. it didn't make sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, it absolutely did not make sense. Yeah, I wasn't – I was kind of hesitant to just list Junior for a lot of the, the worst because – I don't want to put a lot of the blame on Arnold, but, I mean, it, it's not a good performance. Like, you're totally justified for putting him <laughs> from Junior down. It's an awful movie. Yeah. I how about his best performance? Best performance? I went with Harry Tasker. Oh, Trulis. really? I'm surprised, because you were a little down on the character and the movie a little bit. A little bit. I mean, it wasn't quite as good as I remember, but I still like it a lot. I you know, I think a, part of it is, I don't know if anything this season like particularly wowed me. Like I, It yeah. was between that and Pop's... Oh, okay. and uh, last or not last stand? What uh, do we do? Last stand this season? Yeah, oh, we did. We, we did because that's actually my best performance as Sheriff Ray Owen okay. is Sheriff Rayo. Okay, the last stand. There's, yeah, it was between those three. And, and the thing is, is uh, you, you hit it there. There's nothing that really jumps out. And it's like wow, this is amazing. To me, it was a good balance in in the last stand of his performance. That there was a little bit comedic and a little bit of his you know kind of action charisma. So I I, I thought it was among his better performances. You know what? I'm going to switch and agree with you for what? For, for, for two reasons. <laughs> For two reasons. One, I realized that my, I have an inconsistency because you know we're gonna move on to our overall. We're gonna yeah. list top fives of all these categories, and I realized I had the Last Stand down in my top five, and I don't have <laughs> uh, True Lies down. And I was like, well, that I need to like, reconcile that. And actually, you know, I, I was down on True Lies. I really do like Last Stand. I agree with you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to jump on your bandwagon here. I've right. I'm 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 now convinced you on two. This is amazing. <laughs> well, I, I'm not changing, well, whatever. It's, can I get it's, you to inv- in invest in my next idea? <laughs> you have a bridge you can sell me? Uh, yes. Uh, it gets you across the border down in Arizona. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah. This non-existent bri- uh, river that we must cross. So I don't know what category you want to do next. We go with pun. All right, favorite pun, uh, best pun, worst pun for season four. Uh, Best pun for me looks like our leak has just been plugged. Raw deal. It was a non Arnold pun, but it was one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, What's that actor's name? I always he's been in so much stuff, and I can't remember. I swore Bill something. No, Ed 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 Uh, something. Yes, I want to say corny, but that's from that's the guy in uh, in uh, Popping Iron, isn't it? Yeah, Ed Ed Lauder. Ed Lauder. Okay. I swore I would remember his name, and then, of course... That's all right. We we got there. Um, How about you? My favorite pun from season four is, I'm all thumbs today. That was a really good one. I love... From the sixth day. It is a really good one. From the sixth day. I mean, it's, it's... that's I, a genuine pun. And I, I don't I don't fault you for that. It is a really good it's one. It's so rare. When I was putting together the top five puns overall, I was going like, so many of these puns don't actually work on two levels. All, I'm all thumbs today works on both levels. He's literally holding a severed thumb, and he, he dropped it. It's like perfect. That is a perfect pun. It works on both levels. Well done the sixth day. It works on so many levels. I mean, the sixth day, I liked it a little bit, but it's like, it has a lot of problems, but there are times when it's really firing on all c- cylinders, and I give The Sixth Day so uh, much credit for that pun. I can't... I'm I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I'm going to stick with my pick, Okay. But there's nothing wrong with your pick. Right, I will fine. say that. Uh, worst. I, I think mine is a little controversial. Okay. You're fired. No, it's not controversial. Oh, you agree. That's exactly what I have. Wow. Yeah. When I went back and looked at the list, which I thank you for putting together the entire list uh, for both the overall of the the podcast as well as... Season four. Yeah, I mean, it's a weak ending after we reviewed that movie, and that adds to the weakness. Like a lot of it, I, I just wish they had ended that movie. 15 minutes earlier yeah and i think that's part of it it's not the only reason but that's part of it so that's why i made it the worst of the season i think and i think i kind of alluded to this on that episode i don't think i really fully i don't think we really fully explored it but i think james cameron was just not fully comfortable doing the like classic arnold commando stuff like the scene on the island where he's just shooting a million guys and also that ending sequence in the harrier like it doesn't it feels like they're going for, like, classic Arnold stuff and, that's, and not quite getting there. Yeah, and that's not who Cameron is, right? Yeah, I think when Jim Cameron is being himself and doing the stuff that he wants to do, like, you know, kind of, you know, the the effects, like, spectacle, I guess. Like, the yeah. Harrier bridge sequence, like, you know, and, like, the horse and the, the motorcycle, yeah. et cetera. It's like, you know, sometimes we're just like, this is really, you know. Well, whatever. I have some conceptual problems with that horse and motorcycle thing, but let's not rehash <laughs> that, that. But yeah, you're fired. It's just like, you know, if they had had a subplot where the bad guy was like <laughs> his, like, you know, if, yeah, Harry Tasker was his boss, like he was trying to infiltrate the uh, the intelligence agency, whatever it was called, you know, there's something where it would make sense. Omega Sector. Yes, yeah, so Omega Sector. Thank you. If If there was some reason why he would say you're fired. You know. I, I, look, I <laughs> yeah, we agree. I'm not, yeah, I'm agree. not arguing with you. I'm just, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people listening, going like, "That's a great moment." It's like, eh, you know, I'm totally on board. Yeah, How about uh, kill. Okay, I feel like I'm starting every time. Alright, what else? Are you ready? Yeah. Um, the, the last stand, the guy falling off the roof was amazing. That's exactly what I put. Oh, I, I last stand, fall and shoot. I put. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it, it really was. Yeah, I kind of wanted to. Put enough talk from Conan the Destroyer just because I love that moment, and it's like the Leroy Jenkins moment. Yes, exactly. I know you're not going to come in with a lot of like praise for Conan the Destroyer, so no, I, 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 I feel like I need to defend it a little bit. But no, I mean that's, that's not as good as the Last Stand. No, that kill was amazing. It yeah. really was. It's one of the best kills. Oh, well, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we're going to do that later. It's right. not a surprise, but it absolutely is. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad we're both in agreement there. Uh, so then, for the worst for me, the Jelly Monster, the sixth day. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I wish I hadn't changed my earlier answers to agree with you because now we're no, like agreeing, agreeing on everything. Everything. It's terrible. Yeah. I, can I? I just write my exact uh, phrasing. Yeah. I put the sixth day, jelly Michael Drucker falls ten stories somehow does not explode into gross jelly guts. If <laughs> totally it, wasted opportunity. If it was an R rated movie, I'm sure we would have gotten a Probably. much different ending. We, we we both wanted the RoboCop moment. We didn't get it. Yeah, it was a big disappointment. I mean, it's dumb that he's a jelly monster to begin with. But if you're going to make him a jelly man, at least <laughs> use it. You know, so speed bounces you know. off the ground like the rubber you know dummy <laughs> so, that he is. Yes. So speaking of villains, let's uh, let's go to best villain, and I'll lead off since you think that uh, you've been doing too many. I this one might be a surprise, Juno Skinner from True Lies. Best villain, Juno yeah. Skinner from this season. Yes, I would not put her in my top five, but yeah, I think yeah, I, I mean, really like Juno. It it was kind of a thin it was season for villains. That was another reason. If this was a different season, I'm sure she wouldn't have been in there. Yeah, but I for the little bit that she's in there, I I think she it. She's really interesting, and I, I that's what I went with. Well, she has to carry a lot of the villain load in that movie because the main villain isn't as interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. She's really good. Yeah. I thought about her, but in the end, and I'll, I'll say this with a caveat, I don't like the twist, but just accepting the fact that they did this, I put the T3000, evil John Connor. I don't like that they did it, but I do think that he is... Really, a pretty good villain. He's got a lot of you know personality for a Terminator. That was the, I went back and forth, and I had the challenge. I, I, I enjoyed Jason Clark more as John Connor, so that's the reason why I. I right. That's why I said that caveat. Like, yeah, that. and so why, the reason I went with Juno Skinner, um, she was a villain the entire movie, and that's what I liked her being. Well, she's a villain the whole movie, but you don't know that at first. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear pretty quickly. Yeah, um, so that, that's what I use as the differentiator. Anyway. Okay. No, I mean, Juno Skinner's good. I, she's probably my number two, if I really thought it, about and it. And was, it was thin. All right. I think we're going to be in agreement on uh, the worst villain, so I'll just go first. Gabrielle Cortez. No. No. Wow, okay. I thought for sure you were going to go with Cortez. I, see, you were more down on Cortez. I from not, the last stand. Yeah, from the last stand. I didn't like Cortez, and I agree with you, but I still went the Jelly Monster the sixth day. Okay. I thought you liked him. even like I remember us having the conversation, and you were like, oh, he kind of has an interesting kind of point of view, and he... You can understand where he's coming from and why he's doing the things he's doing. Are, are you limiting it to just post-Jelly, <laughs> that, that, that version? <laughs> the, the beginnings of Drucker are interesting, but it, he turns pretty quickly. And just when I compared it on a relative basis, I, decide, I be, the Jelly Monster portion just put it so over the top that I decided to put him ahead of Cortez. But Cortez was very weak. And if it wasn't for Cortez being so weak, The Last Stand oh, could have been such a great movie. Yeah, definitely. See, if you were just limiting it to Jelly Drucker, I oh, might. You'd probably I, be on board. I mean, because yeah, I limited Arnold's worst role to to clone Adam Gibson. Like I was specifying <laughs> a particular clone. So like Jelly guy, what's the? I already forgot. I literally just said his name and I forgot the villain. Drucker. Name. Drucker. Yeah, Jelly Drucker. He's only in the movie for like five minutes, but he's a separate individual. He if is, you really want terrible. to get technical, he doesn't. Yeah. And he, as we said, he doesn't even die the way you want. No, to. absolutely. Uh, so then we've got Arnold face. Okay, I'll go first. So the best Arnold face, and this is probably technically not Arnold face as we've described it. Okay. But it's a face that he makes that I enjoy, so okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it as my favorite. Fine. Conan the Destroyer when he's being swung by his ankles. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, <laughs> it's not uh, really, I, he's not making the face. It's pretty close, though. I have Conan the Destroyer wrestling the mirror monster. Okay. Because but, it but, is. He's like getting spun around like a wrestling move. Absolutely. And I figured that you'd give me some credit. I wish I would have went first because I had Conan the Destroyer as something on my top. I'll give you credit. Yeah. I mean, it's, sometimes a moment works even if the whole movie does not. Yeah. The worst, so, uh, sorry, but. Uh, well, I was going to ask, do you think the fact that I showed you that gif of like Titanic being <laughs> spliced that, in. That might have influenced yeah, a little bit. That but help? but I, I, I still enjoyed that. The okay. worst for me was easy jr the baby Ar- it's just awful oh babe, the fa the baby cgi face yes i forgot that we were like talking about that i mean it is it is an arnold face yes uh, i mean if you want it just the strange i'm sorry i can't ever get past that so that is the worst arnold face that in existence i can't change another one but yours <laughs> yours is better than mine <laughs> Oh, well, I also went with Junior, but I, I have Arnold going into labor. Yeah. Yeah. I want my Larry. It is pretty bad. That's the face I picked, but yeah, the, I, that baby I face. Che- is I might have cheated a little bit because I know the the spirit of it is basically total recall is the spirit of Arnold. No, face. I mean Arnold makes a lot of funny faces and whatever we find amusing, you know, best or worst. But I, I should have gone with that. I think I kind of blocked it from my memory already. I, I can. It's understand. just like I don't even want to acknowledge that that happened. I can understand why. And then last but not least, the best movie of season four for me, True Lies. I went with True Lies. Yeah, I mean, it fell in, I will say this, it fell in the rankings for me when I did my final rankings. But of season four, it, it still was an easy choice. I think it's the best movie in yeah, season four. Yeah, I feel the same way. The worst I- James Cameron is still better than just about anything. Yeah, Definitely. Um, I haven't seen Titanic in a while, so I, that may be worse. It's hard to say. Oh, for me, yes. Titanic is way. Okay. I, I guess I should, what I'm <laughs> saying is. You that from me, remember? Yeah, no, on a, on a relative scale, right? The worst of James Cameron is going to be better than probably anything else, anything else that Arnold has done in work. Sure. Yeah, and so. I think probably it's only slipped a couple of slots yeah, in I, my rankings. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. And then I'm sure worst is. <laughs> what do we even need to say? It's pretty obvious Junior is the worst of these eight. that we, Without a doubt. We put it off as long as we could. And for we, good reason we couldn 't put it off forever, so then this uh will transition, and now we, we get to do the podcast overall, not just season four, but all four seasons, yeah, so we did all these categories, plus a couple extra, just for the all thirty two episodes i didn 't include anything from aftermath. It was on the table I, I should have like we should have specified just like, I figured it's like no I, if me, anything from aftermath you wanted to put no to me, it was the spirit is the thirty two movies that we did, in. I mean we did that in depth, but each season. And the only thing I excluded is I didn't do movie because we're ranking all of them, and that would ruin it if I, we did a top right. five movie. We're not going to do movies until next episode. Right. That deserves a whole separate yeah, absolutely. Uh, podcast episode for sure. Absolutely. All right, so I know you had said before the show you didn't have time to do, or you didn't want to do, be negative, but didn't do bottom fives, worst fives. I did not do worst, so I'm happy to chime in, but I only did uh, tops. All right, well, let me just blast through mine then if, if you're cool with that. Yeah, that's fine. I okay. Mean, what? You don't want to go back and forth? You want to just do all of yours in a... Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like we should get all the negative stuff out of the way. I don't oh, want, that's I, I don't want to end with negative stuff. All right. No, no, That's fine. Let's do, let's do the worst thing. What do you mean back and forth, though? Do you want to... I meant the... You, you didn't want to do all of your stuff in a row and then have me do my stuff. I don't I understand what you're saying. No, no, no. We'll do the worst, yeah. but since you don't have worse, yeah, that's I'll, I'll give my worst. My, I'll, I'll probably chime in in my thoughts on your worst. My, well, you want to do worst and then best of that category? Yeah, that way you're not yeah, just sitting there? Yeah, all right, let's, yeah, do yeah let's do that. Okay, so let's start with uh, role slash character. Okay. All right, so my worst uh, first. Again, this isn't – we split up this and performance. This is relatively unrelated to Arnold's performance. Okay, so my, my bottom five. Number five, I have Mark Kaminsky – Joe Brenner. Okay. Really? That's the bottom of role. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's just, he's not a very interesting character. Not, right. much, not much to Kaminsky. Okay. And also, like, why is he doing the thing? Like, why is he agreeing to help his buddy? He has oh, well, no you, personal stake it, in it. it. it the, the, the plot does make no sense. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, right. uh, number four, Adam Gidson, the non-clone. Same okay. character <laughs> I had as my worst for the season. Number three, Gordy Brewer from oh, Collateral yeah. Damage. Absolutely. I might put Gordy, actually, below Kaminsky. I really dislike Gordy Brewer, but keep going. No, this is, he's worse. Oh, he's I'm, worse. I'm building to the worst. I got you. Okay, yeah. so I was going to say, because I didn't think Kaminsky <laughs> was that bad. He's just kind of, eh, went okay, okay. No, right. he's not my worst overall. Right. He's my All fifth right. worst overall. All right. Sorry if that wasn't clear. No problem. Yeah, number one being the worst. Okay. I'm, I'm upside down in my brain. Okay. I got you. Number two, the T850 from Terminator 3. All right. Talk to the hand. <laughs> I'm glad that we made the mistake. <laughs> Mike is making the talk to the hand. Uh, At me. We didn't know when we recorded that episode that he was called the T-850 and not the T-800. We made that mistake. Yep. Obviously, we're not up on our Terminator lore. But I'm glad he has a different number so that I can distinguish it and be like, no, the T-850 is the one that sucks. (laughs) T-800 is gold. Yes, exactly. Thumbs up to the T-800, T-850, take a hike. (laughs) And number one, the worst role is the handsome stranger. Yeah. I did not have Junior on here. I, th- I mean, I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? It's not the role. It's just the story, and it's like... Yeah, everything about it's bad. Um, the Handsome Stranger, it, that movie's terrible. That movie's terrible. All right, so let's, let's go to the top five. All right, so are we doing this in reverse order then as well? Why don't we go back and forth? Why don't you start with your fifth best, fifth and I'll best. do my fifth right. best, and so on. Fifth best for me of role was Quaid slash Hauser, Total Recall. Didn't make my list. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um... Yeah, Total Recall is a great movie, but uh, you know, I, 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 well, when we get to the next category, you'll see. All right, you'll you'll get a hint of why he's not on my top five. All right, so number five, I have Alan Dutch Schaefer from Predator. From the Predator. Yep. Uh, should I go to number four? Are we go back and forth. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so my number four is Conan the Barbarian. Conan that's, that covers both movies. Okay. This is role like overall role. Yeah, uh, Conan did not make my top five. <laughs> I'm not but. surprised. Uh, Conan the Barbarian's a good movie. Remember Conan the one? Barbarian is, but I, I'm just I'm not as huge of a fan of. I, I have others that I like I, more. I, I get it. This is a top. I mean, this is an exclusive club. We're, yes, we're and you should th- feel good because my number four is Dutch from Predator, Oh Okay, good. So. You got them ranked higher than me, and I'm I'm the yeah, big so predator You're fan. the predator fan, so oh. hey, put that in your I'm, pipe I'm, and smoke well, it. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, my number three. <laughs> know, we shouldn't be so confrontational. <laughs> I guess we are comparing. We're, we're giving our final like opinions yeah. about these things and ranking yes, them. So. And I'm pretty sure my number three is not going to be in your list at all. So, John Matrix Commando. John Matrix Commando, number oh, three. <laughs> you should put that in my pipe and smoke it. That's right. Yeah, take that. Wow. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I think definitely oh, it's I so have fun. It's just I, John Matrix is too much fun for me. Yeah, that, he's, he's I, a great character. Yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to like, explain why John Matrix is a great character and is fun and like Gordy Brewer is just a bland soldier man, but it's just the fact of the matter. It is that it, this is the way it is. And I don't come in with any kind of like – Love. childhood love no, like yeah i, I think this this podcast has really given me an appreciation for commando that i didn't have before yeah it's good that you say that cuz there's a couple of movies that I now like less than I did before, but there's a couple of when I look back, I'm like, yeah, I I underrated those and I've moved them up. So, same here. Yeah. I think your your enthusiasm for Commando has rubbed off a little bit. Like, for sure. Like I, I, I just love that movie yeah, so much. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I didn't appreciate it. So, so silly. I, I, it's wish so I, had, I wish I had discovered it when I was a kid because I'm sure I would have loved it as a kid. Oh, <laughs> That's, and I think if I would have discovered it later in life, I don't know if I would have as much fondness for it, but I still would probably like it. Well, I think, you know, speaking of predator i think one of the reasons why cuz i always knew that it existed but i wasn't didn't really have any interest in it and i think it's because in my mind it's like oh well, that's just predator without the predator why would i want to watch that it's inherently worse <laughs> you know predator minus predator equals commando it's like i don't want to watch that <laughs> i didn't realize it's quite different and you know a lot of fun like you know for, yeah. i should have known that oh that just means that the first third predator extend that out for a whole movie basically entire movie basically yeah, <laughs> i should have i should have known better uh, right. So then yours should be number number two role. My number two is Jack Slater. Oh, Jack Slater. Jack Slater is great. and You can guess he's my number one. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, my number two is maybe your number one. The T-800 yes. is my number two. Correct. So <laughs> so we're very close. We just flipped them. And so for me, I mean, the, the I just have such a fondness for Jack Slater. I mean, I want the Jack Slater movies. That's yeah. it, it's It's like 1A and 1B for me, to be honest. Yeah, and speaking of fun characters... Oh. Like that's the thing is I think Jack Slater is John Matrix but self aware yeah and a cop instead of a soldier but yeah they're they're similar in that and that's, that shows what kind of Arnold characters we like is just like goofy fun kind of like not s- too serious yeah for sure and and that's probably the difference of why Gordy Brewer is it's it's too serious of a movie and he's too serious yeah and we, and with Slater you're right there's there's a lot of probably a number there's some Dutch mixed in there there's a lot of John Matrix. There, there's a lot of the the rest of this top five mixed in Jack Slater, and that's the reason why he's two on your list and he's one on mine, is that some of the others that are already on the list are in there. Yeah. I, I like Jack Slater for the same reason I like Roger Moore's Bond. It's like... <laughs> I can, it's, there's like, similarities there. Take, take an archetype and, you know, make it a little campier, a little more ironic, yeah. but, you know, still, like... There's still some substance there. Like, you know... Like it, even though it's essentially a comic character, as an action hero, he's still extremely plausible absolutely. and very like oh. enjoyable and it's exciting, and like he's a great action hero. If they'd made those movies for real, he would still be a I, really good action hero.: I absolutely would go see him. and just I mean, I know it was our first episode and the first intro, but just talk I remember us talking about his introduction into that movie and Jack Slater in Jack Slater Three. It's amazing. It It is an amazing intro. It would be iconic if it wasn't a movie in a movie. Yes. If it wasn't that layer of irony, like you're seeing it from a distance because you're watching. And if it had been a movie, I still think even being a movie within a movie, if it, if last action hero had been better received, I honestly think that it would be more iconic. Yeah, it's tough because it's a movie in a movie. Like I'm, it's, I'm, it's hard to say if that's even possible. Allowed. I mean, if it is possible, I think that's the scene that would do it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, that's tough. So then not to, not to belittle, I mean, the T-800, between Terminator 2 and, and the Terminator, while they're different, they're both amazing. Yeah, I'm primarily thinking of the T-2, T-800. I mean, you know, because we're talking about role. Like Again, not to diminish Terminator 1. It's a great movie, but it's a killer robot. Yeah. You know, and there's not much but, more to the role than that whereas T2 there's still a ton more to the role. You're right. So maybe it's unfair. I guess I should give him more credit in performance in The Terminator as the T800 cuz I I think he's fantastic. At well, it. performance is the next category. It's, right. it's it's a tough thing we split it out, but yeah. it's it's tough to kind of, you know, untangle role from performance, Fair. but for sure like role as a role, like I mean, I guess the way I was looking at it is if I was an actor, would that be an interesting role to play or would that be something? I mean, I don't want to just take it entirely out of Arnold's control because a lot of this has to do with whether or not he pulled it off. Yeah, no, I, it's the same. It's essentially the same character. I know it's not the same character, but it's the same character name of the T 800. So I just lumped them together. But in reality, you're probably right. It's more Terminator two. Sure. Sure. I mean, yeah, it wasn't entirely Terminator 2, but that was mostly what I was thinking of. All right, should we go move on to performance? Yeah, let's do it. So worst. All right, I'll give you my five. So fifth worst, once again, is Mark Kaminsky slash Joe (laughs) Brenner. There's some overlap here, not entirely. The slick back hair wasn't doing it for you? No. Well, yeah, that's that's mostly Brenner, but yeah. yeah. Okay, number four, Handsome Stranger. I'm cutting him some slack on the performance end because it's so early in his career. Yeah, I was going to say, it's early in his career. You can't be too down on it. But on the same token. It's not good. It's not good, and I have one that is, is also early in his career, but in inexcusable. But we'll get, I'll get there. So number three is Hauser slash Quaid. Wow, and that's why I wasn't putting him in the role. I'm, I'm okay. I, I don't think Arnold is good in that movie. Really, okay. I don't think he's. Go back and listen to that episode if you want to. You know, hear my thoughts. But like, I think there should be more differentiation between Hauser and Quaid. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I You're think right. he's kind of sleepwalking through the movie a little bit. I'm sure a lot of that is, uh, you know, direction you know. uh, Verhoeven. Yeah, Verhoeven I don't think is really an actor's director. No, I think that's fair. Most of his movies are getting pretty wooden. I mean, you know, just look at Starship Troopers. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not not putting all the blame on Arnold, but I don't think it's a good performance. Uh, Number two, Gordy Brewer, once again, I think that's both a bad role and a bad performance. And the number one bad Arnold Schwarzenegger performance is Hercules. And even though that's his earliest, it's inexcusable. It's so bad that I can't (laughs) cut him any slack for it. Even with the slack I'm giving him, it's the worst. Even knowing it's his first ever acting role, it's the worst. He barely speaks English. Again, like, not entirely his fault, but you know. So there's, there's my five uh, worst performances. All right. So let's move on to the positive. All right, top five. You want me to lead off then? Sure, go ahead. All right, number five for me. Jingle All the Way. I don't have Jingle All the Way, but I thought about it. Um, you really convinced me on that episode of how he's carrying that movie on his back. That's he, true. He really is. I mean, I looking back of the comedic movies, that's I think his best performance in them, and um, he's doing mostly because Sinbad's not very good. Phil Hartman's carrying a little bit of the weight, but uh, so I made it my I made it my number five. That's a really good point. Yeah. You don't have to change. Well, this isn't just one. This is a top five, so I'm, I'm like mentally rearranging things now. Like, should I? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll just stick to my top five. So my number five is The Last Stand. All right. Is I think he's really good in that. We have of already talked about it, but like you know, he's giving more of a performance. Even though it's it's an action movie, but um, you know, he's actually a real character and yeah, pretty interesting character. I think it's a good performance. I I made it my best of season four, so I that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I like uh, Sheriff Ray. Uh, so what's your number four then? My number four is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Okay, as far as performance, all right. Uh, so surprisingly for me, I uh, I have another. Later in his career, escape plan. I actually really enjoyed him. Just in, wait just wait until we get it farther on my list. list. So uh, number four for me. All right. Um if you give you give your number three and I'll give you my thoughts on escape plan. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my number three. Nah, uh, number three for me is uh the T eight hundred. Okay, so we got those swapped because yeah, I've yeah. got three escape plans. So you put yeah. that four th- you know, three four, I got a four three. Yep. Yeah, escape plan, you know, that's a movie that is just criminally underseen, I think. Yep. It's not a masterpiece. It's not like it's not going to be a top ten. No spoiler, but it's not going not to be a top ten. Or maybe that's your movie that I'd be surprised about. We'll yeah. see. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to read your mine. face now. We'll it's see. a puzzle. The Mike face, not yeah. the Arnold face. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good movie. And it is. It. I, I was. I hadn't seen it coming into the podcast. You had. I think only once, maybe. Yeah, only once. And um, I agree with you. It. I wonder if I'm being too too nice. His recent stuff since being governor, I like a lot of it. Yeah, I, do I mean, I, 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 so in Escape Plan, I read in particular when he's speaking in German inside the box yeah I think that that's the highlight and that's what jumped at me why I wanted to put it in my top five yeah and it's like really convincing like you know he's in this like torture box and yep. he really sells that like he's, he's really good in that movie absolutely yeah I mean it, there may be some element of that you may be right of just like nobody's seeing these movies we feel kind of bad <laughs> about the fact that no one's seen them so we want to champion them no but I, I think we're in agreement that that's a really good movie and Arnold's great in it agreed um, so my, no, my turn number two yep number two number two I have Maggie Oh, okay. Another post-governor uh, movie. I've got Ooh. three post-governor movies in my top five Arnold performances. I genuinely think he has become a much better actor as he's aged. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you because Maggie is my number one. So. Ah. Uh, but get, before that, getting to it, uh, my so number all two. These, all these picks that I think we're going to be having a fight about. I don't, well, we were fighting about something earlier, but for the most part, it's like, boy, it's like, this is like almost identical. Uh, I have Jack Slater as my number two. Okay. I to see why, and then uh, uh, Maggie just, number one. Yeah, and yeah, Maggie is number one. There's just uh, I clearly have such a soft spot for everything Last Action Hero, and, and I, I and it's everything in there. I mean his his Hamlet is. I remember when I saw that movie. It, I'm like, I want to see that movie, <laughs> right? So every, just so much about it. So I'll lump it all together. Everything of Last Action Hero is performance it's my number two, and then Maggie is my number one. I and I have a couple of his later ones. I don't have Sheriff Ray. But I have two out of my five are from post post governor return. Yeah, and Maggie, you know, it's one of those things where his performance is the movie. Yeah, the, the whole like oh, it's a zombie movie, and you know, just kind of using that it's as just a, a metaphor. Yeah, for metaphor for yeah, being a terminal illness movie, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, even if it had been a sort of, like a more traditional terminal illness movie, like with that performance, like he kills it. He I mean, it's kind of shocking how good he is in Maggie. Just, like, even as fans, I mean, of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. I didn't know he was capable of that. No, and it's another one that it's unfortunate that nah, I don't think really anybody's seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's too bad. Yeah. It was on Netflix for a while, but been, I think, like most movies, it's been taken off of Netflix <laughs> <laughs> to make room for more original TV yeah, shows. Unfortunately. So what's your number one if it's not My headed? number one did not make your list at all. No. You wow. may find it a little surprising. Twins. Really? Yeah. I think he's so great in Twins. It's, it, he's, mm. He never played another character like that. This kind of very... That, you do have me there. Julian is different than anything else he did. Yeah, like very innocent and very... It's, it's a really funny performance, and yet he's kind of... He's not the butt of the jokes. He is this very innocent, very naive yeah. person in a way that he's never been before since. I just think, like, the emotional content... You know, I mean, it's a little... Uh, you know, sentimental in a way, you know, there's all that dumb stuff about like they're psychics cause they're twins. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> but you know, that's not his fault. You know, the whole scene with him and Danny DeVito where they first meet, I just think that's an incredible performance. I mean, a lot of it is just based on that scene. It was, uh, he He was still pretty inconsistent at that time. Some parts of that movie, he's better than in other parts. Yeah. But when he's really hitting it, yeah. I think he's great in that movie. I, I'm not going to say that it would be in the bot. it, it I'm surprised that you, know, you have one at your number one that I don't have in my top five. But it is a very good performance. And maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have had Jingle All the Way. Maybe I should have had Twins. No, that's valid. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of the same. You're in the same bucket of just yeah. like, you know, he's, he's good at that comedy stuff. It's a very different kind of comedy. Yeah. Jingle All the Way, he's much more, you know, he's got a rocket pack in that <laughs> yes. movie. And there's no point in Twins as he flies around with a rocket pack. No, and it's not a great... Uh, per, part of the performance in Jingle All the Way, but no, I'm going to forever take, I'm having a good time. <laughs> right. Bye. That is one of the things this podcast has put in my repertoire that I did not have before. I, well, and a lot of physical comedy in Jingle All the Way that I think he should get more credit for. Even I, I don't think you and I were really giving him much credit on that no. episode of just like, he's pretty good at the physical comedy. Like, you know, when uh, he does that, he gets the Turbo Man doll in the parade and he does that dumb dance. <laughs> I wish people could see the dance that I'm doing because it's an amazing it is dance. A he does spot on dance it's, of his. It's by hilarious. Though. It's really funny. And you know the fight with the reindeer, which isn't great, but like, he he does he pulls off his end of the bargain. Yes, I mean physical comedy is never my favorite type of comedy, but he he pulls it off. Yeah, he quits himself at the very least. Like yeah. he, he he doesn't, you know, he he manages to make it not embarrassing. Yeah. Cring. Which is most, you're not cringing, which is yeah, important. But. Most physical comedies, it's yeah. usually you're, you're cringing. All right. So next category, what are we going? Uh, you want to move on to Arnold face? Let's do it. Okay. So my, my bottom five Arnold face, I give you credit that you had all of these in a list. And that's the main reason I don't have these worst is that I, some of this, I'm like, I don't have this. Well, I guess I'm just not too worried about like, if I forgot something, like I whatever, I just picked five that yeah. I remember disliking. Let's like it's, it. it's usually just stuff that's stuck in my memory. Um, number five from Pumping Iron, Arnold Pumps Iron. Okay. That's just, you know, um, that's a little bit me filling up my list, I'll, I'll have to admit. <laughs> you know, think of five bad five Arnold tough. faces. Five yes. yeah, is I couldn't handle it. I'm, you, you could <laughs> handle the heat. You should have told me we shouldn't do this. Well, so you, I, I only knew when you arrived that uh, you didn't want to do a, a top five I'm, five. I'm finding it interesting. So <laughs> Okay, my number four. Hercules in New York when his powers are restored and he's able to push down 20 pound reams of paper. Yes, they're in like a printing press <laughs> yeah, or something. The lightest thing. Like, look, how oh, whoa, Hercules. I am um, Hercules. Number three, Junior going into labor, which is my worst of the season. Yep. Uh, number two, end of days. Fire bursts out of his sword wound after he commits suicide. Oh, uh, I, I actually forgot about that. I, I forgot about it when we did our season three recap because my worst Arnold face from, then, from that movie was something else. I don't even remember what it was. Then I went like, "Wait a minute! That's the worst. That's the dumbest moment in the movie." And he's making an Arnold face. How is that not on the list? You're right. So that's my number two. And number one, worst Arnold face: Batman and Robin. Arnold's grief face after Batman streams him footage from the feature film <laughs> Batman and Robin off of his bat smartphone. <laughs> Streams him, you're right. Footage of Ivy admitting that she would killed Frieza's wife. And he goes, no! Which, it was impossible since there were no cameras to take. Set That's free. right. Yeah. But, <laughs> we definitely talked about that. Yes. Well, Batman was hanging upside down, and Robin was drowning. Yes. And Batgirl was in the middle of a fight. And some, someone somewhere was Had recording. A perfect steady cam. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Spaceballs the movie. It's yes. just that gag. Like, literally, it's footage from the movie. All right, so I feel pretty good about that one. I think that oh. is the worst Arnold face with him going. My I, wife, <laughs> I am not going to disagree with you. <laughs> okay, that good. that is a runaway number one. Yeah, I mean this is a tough category because uh, it's individual moments. Yeah. Like it's like it could be like a second long. So I bet we we'll, we'll have very different lists. Probably. So my number five uh, from the Running Man Buzzsaw. When, uh, when, when they're struggling when they're the, struggling over the saw and then he turns it around and makes it. A I part guess of him. so. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, um, so yeah that was my number five. I didn't even think about that one. That's no. a pretty good one. So yeah, how about you? My number five is Jingle All the Way, Raffle Ball, Scramble. Oh, I only have that in here, and I probably should. That's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. Don't feel bad about forgetting these moments because there's so many. Yeah. There's just, you know 32 movies is a lot of movies. No, so. that is a good like one. I, like I said, we're gonna have very different lists. What's your number four? My number four: Total Recall, Arnold in the Memory Machine. Uh, okay. Does that machine have a name? I don't even remember. I don't know if it does. Oh, yeah. it's recall, right? The recall machine. Sure. Uh, rest assured, I have. It's just further <laughs> up the list. Okay, fine. It's impossible. Well, whatever. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, I had, uh, My number four is twins lifting the caddy. Okay, I don't have that. I know you like that. I, I just absolutely love that. It's a very tight close up on his face. That's like definitely a good example. Well, if you want, if 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 anyone text is look Arnold face. If anyone listening to this is like, what do they mean by Arnold face? Play, you know, Rent Twins. Fast forward to the part where he lifts up the car to turn off the alarm. It's a nice tight close up of an Arnold face. It's like a very classic Arnold face. Yeah. Uh, so my number three, Conan the Destroyer wrestling the Mirror Monster. Does he make... Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he's making the face. I had that in my favorite of this season. Yes, thank you. Didn't you also have that as your favorite of this season? Yes. That's the reason it's my number three. Oh, I guess so. I got mixed up. I thought we were still doing worse. No, no, it's my number three. Okay. (laughs) My mistake. My number three, Total Recall again. Stick this thing up your nose. (laughs) (laughs) It's a puppet, but it uh, kind of... That is a very good one. It's a real extreme. And then my number two, also from Total Recall, Sharon Stone kicks Arnold in the nuts. (laughs) <laughs> Those are all great. I just had to get my total recall. I'm, I'm going to say my, my number one. I just said Total Recall. I mean, honestly, because <laughs> okay. it's basically the whole movie, and there's so many good ones. I made it my number one. That's what I did in season three, but I wanted to highlight individual moments. Guess, some, so, go ahead, your number two. Yeah, my number two. I didn't. By the way, I did not do this for the irony, but I made Conan the Barbarian when when he like drops the brick. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, that's Red Sonia, I think. Is it Red... That's Red Sonia. You're right. It's Red Sonia. That's my mistake. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, you remember the moment. I remember I, the moment. I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. So Red Sonia, when he <laughs> literally, literally forgot. drops the brick. It's I, so awesome. I totally forgot about that. So so that's you, a good one. You should be excited. I have Conan the Destroyer and Red Son. I know you don't like Red Sonia like Conan, but I have now... Two or two of my tops in something from Conan. Yeah, I'm not going to defend Red Sonia. That's not going to be one that uh, I'm going to fight for. That's but cool. I mean, I, the sentiment I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. Um, and I might, yeah, as I said, my number one was Total Recall, just the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, I already, I had three, and I could have listed three more. Like, yeah. It's a what lot was, of Arnold face. Well, your number one, my number one. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have it on your list. But again, like, it's there's so Arden. many individual moments. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop, shut oh, up. It, that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great one. He goes to like nine different faces. Yes, yeah, he does. It's, it's, a, it's a bargain. I'm, I'm getting nine Arnold faces for You're the right. price of one. And that's when he goes and gets his ferret. That's right, exactly. Well, yeah, and he also runs out and screams to the heavens. Like yes. you know, It's too wide a shot to see his face there. But it's but Arnold face there as well. It's an, you just don't see it. Yeah, it's an implied Arnold face for sure. All right, what's our next category? Uh, what do I have next? I'll be back... All right. Best and worst uses of "I'll be back." All right. This is a new category. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do my worsts. Yep. Okay. My fifth worst. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, that's not good. Just dive bombs out of the into, heli- into another helicopter. I almost didn't want to put it because I do really enjoy Sarah Connor going what? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Even she's <laughs> reacting like, "What? Why this are doesn't you saying?" Make this? Any sense? Yeah. So, but that's number number five. Fifth worst. Uh, fourth worst. Raw deal. I'll be right back. Yeah, that's not good. Just do it or don't. Part of me wonders if it was just a coincidence, like because you know the first movie that really started to make that a tradition was Commando, and that was only a year prior. So I wonder if it would just that just happened to be in the script and it wasn't even intentional as like a nod. It could be, but you, you've got to count it. And yeah, it's not good. It's definitely it's close enough that it should count, and it's just just say I'll be back, you know, whatever. It may have been unintentional. Number three is from Last Action Hero. You'll be sad to hear. Really. And it's not the one you're thinking of. It's Ripper going, I'll be, be back. back. Yeah, like, why, are they do, why are they doing that? Why is he saying, I'll be back? Because he the hell you will. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you like it. I think it's. I kind actually kind of kinda do. I don't he, get it. I, don't, I have too much of a soft spot for that movie, so I defend too much. He's mocking Jack because Ripper has now been to the real world and has seen Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Is that the idea? And he's mocking him with Arnold's catchphrase. I'd like to think <laughs> that it's that smart, but I know it's not. <laughs> I mean, they already did two other. I've got other Last Action Hero I'll be backs on rubber, other lists. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Right. I just, it's just one too many I'll be backs for one movie. All they right. did three I'll be backs gags in that movie it's one too many as much as i like last session here uh second worst terminator three she'll be back it's terrible terrible shouldn't do it at all it's either arnold or it's not right well and it's also like obvious like of course she'll be back she's trying to kill you (laughs) we're not telling us anything we don't already know and the worst one also from terminator three i'm back (laughs) right to camera he's looking right into the lens i'm back the dumb, like a really bad effect on his jaw and stuff. I hate it. Uh, you hate everything about T3. Just T3 is bad. Wait until the next episode. <laughs> we'll find out how bad it really is. Well, uh, it's just, I think it's just cause he's looking at the camera. It, it feels like a shot from the universal studios ride. He's like looking out in the audience. I'm back. Audience 3d glasses. Look at me in your face. I mean, are you going to defend I'm back? No, I'm not going to defend it oh, at no. All. Okay. No, okay. no. At, look, both of them are terrible. Both of those, I'll be back. And, yes, yeah, and T three yeah. I, I'm glad I, you. Agreed. I'm willing to defend T three against you, but not that. Okay, I'm glad we agree. And with I you. shouldn't say defend it. It's just I don't hate it as much as you do. I, you know, I, yeah. I mean, to be honest, me putting T three one and two on that list is kind of a shot across shot across the bow prior to next episode. <laughs> Because I'm ready for you know that's going to be the that and Conan the Destroyer are going to be the two disagreements. Oh, probably. So we'll see when we get there. All right, let's get to, let's get to the positives. All right, number five, Commando. Did that, you? It's not my number five. Okay. but it's, 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 it's in higher list. on the list. All right, all right. I had it's the, funny I'm putting Commando higher on my list. Than it is like. You've been convinced, I, I guess so. And Chanda, what was your number five? My number five is from Twins. If you're lying to me, I'll be back. Mm, man, I was I, like un, it. I was unfair to Twins. I don't, Twins did not make my top five. I really I think I'm leaning towards movies where it makes sense in context, okay. which is why Genesis is on my bad list because it's like why is he saying this here? It makes no sense here in Twins. It makes perfect sense. If you're lying to me, I'll be back. I'll, I'll you know I'm gonna pummel you if you're you know giving me bad information. But that, that's fair. I've got uh, uh, so what was your number four? My number four is the day, which I'm guessing is not on your it list. It is not on my list. One <laughs> well, of the repet salesmen. Like, you know, he tells them, I might be back. You'll be back. <laughs> I think that's clever. It's clever, but it didn't make my list. But my number four, The Running Man. And some of it's because I love the follow-up from Killian. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I love Killian, by the way. But uh, So I made Running Man number four. Yeah. I Only mean, in a rerun. To me... It's the moment of silence between the two, then, that really sells it. He yeah. says, I'll be back. Cut to Killian, going like, huh? And then cut to Arnold staring daggers at Killian. <laughs> I love that shot so much. I find yeah. it its simultaneously chilling and hilarious. It's <laughs> <laughs> staring at Killian. I love it. Anyway. Okay. So that was my uh, number four. Okay, so my number four is up? Or no, yeah. I, I said my number four. Did you do four and three? No, I didn't do number three yet, so you're Okay. Up. Oh, okay. I'll, well, whatever. I'll, oh, no. I'll I thought we were doing like a, a snake. But we're, yeah, I'll, we I'll are just, doing a snake. So number three is... What was your number four? My number four is The Sixth Day. The Sixth Day, that's right. And I said it wasn't on my list. Sorry. Right. Uh, so my number three, Jack Slater, Last Action Hero. So, so basically like you didn't know I was going to say that. that Yeah. Moment. yeah. Okay. Um, not on my list. You'll be surprised. To oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. I can understand why. Yeah, it's not much... Kind of being I'd, annoyed maybe because they did it too many times. Maybe. That could be part of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I like the movie, but... Not, none of the "I'll be back" gags really, you know, get me in a way. Um, no, my my number three is Commando. Okay, I like how Bennett has a response to it. I, I like how just like I'll, I'll be ready, John. You know, I'll be ready, John. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, man, Bennett's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, the fact that uh, both that moment and the Running Man which is my number two. Okay. I like the fact that the the villain responds to it and is just like, "Oh yeah, well how about this?" you know? Like I I appreciate that in both those moments. That's interesting cuz now I'm pretty sure my number 2 is not on your list. My number 2 is I've got to be. Yeah, um what do you think it is? Oh, well, I am I, I, sure your number 1 and my number 1 are the same, so I'm not I, I your number 2. Hmm, what is not on my list that would be your number 2? I don't know. What is your number 2? I'm drawing a blank. It's Terminator 2. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, not. A, I think it's kind of bland. Really, see, I, for whatever reason, I I like stay here. Uh, yeah, I should have known you'd you yeah. have that on your list. But so, it, I, it just it's just nothing really. There's no like pizzazz to it, in my opinion. It's just kind of. It's,
1: maybe, not, it's not.
0: as much of a moment as it is for a lot. Of I don't know. Maybe for me, because I love that. Then he's just walking out into the gas and. Yeah, I can see challenging I'll, the SWAT. I don't know. I I, you, I really enjoy that. Do you like one. how matter of fact it is. Yeah, yeah. Stay I can see here. That. I'll be back. I can see that. And he just wrecks that SWAT team. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the scene where he's wrecking the SWAT team is great. But it's just like it feels kind of disconnected from right. the I'll be back a little bit. And Whereas then, the number one, which I'm sure you also have, it's not even a question. Yeah, it's it's the classic. Yeah. That. But see, like to me, that moment of him saying I'll be back is directly connected with him smashing through that. And, you know, it's like it leads right from one to the other oh, in it's, a way that it makes it work including i think and we discussed it probably too much but i love the assessment that the terminator is doing of, oh, yeah, of yeah. the wind everything about that sequence yeah, agreed. is awesome it is and it, i mean i and i honestly i think that's part of what made him a star he, he probably would have been anyway but that that moment yeah. yeah that moment is really his big moment in that movie and you know what? I don't think we really talked about it on that episode, but I, I think I am coming to realize James Cameron's restraint. Like, There's a pause where it's just like the guy doing paperwork and it's the perfect length. Yeah. And it's like exactly the right length to build the tension, but it's not so long that you like lose the, the link between I'll be back and him smashing through. Like give Jim Cameron all the credit in the world. I mean, we're not saying anything people don't know. Jim, James Cameron's an amazing director, but like, Man, just and then how, how did he know how how long to hold those shots of the guy just sitting there doing boring paperwork? Yeah, and and it's, it's the juxtap- the juxtaposition of it too, right? Of literally the most boring <laughs> thing that a police officer could do, right? And then it's just mayhem, and a guy's driving a car through right. a building. Well, it's like you know, I mean, it's tough to remember a time before we've seen the Terminator, but it's like it's just thinking about like audiences at that time. Yeah, I'm just like you're watching this, and he's doing paperwork, and like just at the moment we we're going like. Is something going to happen? Like, what's going to happen next? And just, <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> yeah, it's it is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, there's a reason it, it became a classic moment. It's, you know, the original, I'll be back. It can't be topped. No, it's impossible. Yeah, for sure. Next category. Uh, let's move on to Sven uh, appearances. All right, Sven sightings. Sven, Sven Ole Thornson. Uh, Thorson. I keep putting an N in there. Yes. Thorson, Thorson and not Thornson. All right, I'll do my uh, bottom five. I can't believe him. you were able to do bottom five. He has exactly ten appearances <laughs> of note, so yeah. it's, it's split pretty evenly, which is why my fifth worst is Twins. It's Not necessarily bad, but I only had ten to work <laughs> with, and I had to do a bottom five and a top five. So That's Twins bad. is fine, but it's, it's, it made me the bottom five. And I agree with you on that, because it is not in my top five. Oh, ah, perfect. Essentially, you're giving your bottom five by your omissions. Yeah. Right? Hey, you're yes. Just you're not giving an order. Yeah. Okay, my number four is Eraser. He's the Russian boat thug. Also in my bottom five. Okay, perfect. Last section hero. He's just an anonymous guy in a truck. We, we, that was before we were we were looking for him. Yeah. But he's there, but he doesn't really do anything. Nope. And he is that is not in my top five. I, I couldn't. T- I went back and I watched it, and I was like, which one is Sven? I need to figure it out. And I'm pretty sure he's the guy who ends up in the dumpster. He yeah. throws the dynamite into? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, that's memorable, but his, he's head first in the dumpster. You can't see him. Nope. It's not in my top five. So okay. we're in agreement. I, th- I think we're going to be in agreement on this whole thing. Number two, Conan the Destroyer, the masked guy. Yep. He, he's just a guy Arnold right. fights. So Anonymous now, guy. So now the question is the worst one? Yeah. The worst one is just by default because he's barely, he's just a guy who's sitting in a cafe and is blown up in collateral damage if I had done it that's actually what mine would have been the worst worst one one. okay I mean so now we know so you've basically done it he's just a background extra like Arnold probably, he just showed up on the day, like, hey, sit there, you know. <laughs> you know I, I'm, it, I'm sure it wasn't even a thing. It's only a thing for us because we were tracking it. Well, it's like most of these movies, he's on the stunt crew, and so it's like he's a minor character. He's, you know, like the like last action hero, he's a man on the pickup truck. Yep. I'll bet on collateral damage he wasn't even working on the movie. He just, like, was visiting. Hanging was, around, yeah. and Arnold says, eh, <laughs> yeah, you can be in the shot. Uh, anyway. Uh, all right, All right. so let's go with the best Sven appearances. All right, number five for me, Raw Deal. My number five is Red Heat. Okay. So I, I'm guessing <laughs> that's somewhere on your list. It is. It's further up for <laughs> me. I was going to say. oh, that's surprising. I mean, I, Red Heat's okay, but it's just a quick fight at the beginning in the snow. It's a good fight, but... You know he shouts in Russian a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's it's further up because I really enjoy that fight. That's the reason why I have it. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, I I think you you must like that fight better. And me. and the Raw deal it had to be in my top five for me because the way he dies yeah, for is his death alone, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I have because that's my number four. And okay. I, said, I have for his death alone. <laughs> it didn't make my cut on favorite kills, so I feel like it needs to be celebrated here because I, I wanted to put it on the best kills, but I couldn't. It just couldn't make that cut. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just checking to make sure. <laughs> if you have it on your kills. It, yeah, no, but I, I it was like borderline because I, I actually really enjoyed, he just destroys that glassware as yeah, he goes down. That's one hell of a stun. Like, good yeah. job, Sven. Uh, yeah. So mine, uh, my number four was Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, I've got that higher than you, but okay. uh, you know, it's, I mean, it's his most prominent role, I think, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. most screen time, without a doubt. Yeah, there's another role where he gets dialogue, but I think he's definitely on screen more in Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Your number three is up, or that was your number three? Oh, I'm so, no, that was my number four. So then, oh, so I'm up for number three. Yeah. I keep losing this snake thing. <laughs> four to three is uh, a so number corner. three for me is Red Heat because I really, I really enjoy that fight. Okay, I can see it. I mean, these kind of Sven is not in these movies enough, no, to like make that much of an impression. We just, we just like Sven. So yeah. All right, my number three is Predator, the Russian officer. Um, you know, in, in hindsight, I probably should have put him a little higher, but I, c- I couldn't top the other two. It's number two for me. Okay. I mean, you know, Arnold kicking down that door and just blowing Sven through that wall. It's amazing. Knock, knock. And just, <laughs> man, it's a great moment. Yeah. And also Sven really sells the shock. Yeah. Just been looking up, like huh? Schwartz Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh shit! <laughs> That's the thing is he sells it there, and I think he really when he goes out in Raw Deal, he goes out like a gangster. So I I get some some credit. He makes a mark when he dies, yeah, for sure. Also in Conan the Barbarian, which is my number two, because like his being killed by that spike, it it's amazing. It's the, probably the most memorable death in that sequence for yeah. sure. Uh, and my number one is the Running Man. That's the Running Man. how yeah. could it not be? Yeah, he has dialogue, and, and the line and the line is great. <laughs> I I I didn't know who Sven was when I loved The Running Man as a kid. Right? You didn't know who's Arnold's buddy. No, not at all. I love that line. Yeah, God, I've got to go score some steroids. <laughs> it's such an fu to killian. Like he's Killian's last hope, yes. <laughs> and he's just abandoning him. Like, That's so awesome. I mean, it's perfect considering how little loyalty Killian uh, shows to his people. It's yes. like this is the perfect come up and so having. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a great moment. It's a great line, and it's like it's it's great the way it subverts your expectations. It's just like here comes the big final battle. It's like nope, nope. <laughs> he's just gonna walk away. <laughs> the big boss man is gone. Yeah, is this the f- only movie that Sven survives that he where he appears? Ooh. in a prominent way. That's I think a- it might be. I mean we've we got the full list. I can scroll back up to I my think, I think you're right. Red Heat oh no, red heat or uh yeah, it's, Red Heat it survives. Yeah, well you he gets you, punched out. He, he gets beat pretty badly, but I think we, we did not have him in the body count. No. Yeah, I think I think we think he survived. Okay, yeah. so Red Heat he survived, and that's probably But it. he took a savage beating. For sure, yeah. And he mean he gives up the information pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the fact that he gives up the information that uh, Danko Donko's looking for, that's what saves his life, I think. Yep. Here, I'm scrolling up to the, my, my bottom five. Oh, Twins, he doesn't die. He gets a neck broken or something, doesn't he? Or something like that? He, yeah, he gets beat up by Julian, but that's it. Yeah, that's th- those two. Even collateral damage where are just sitting in a chair. <laughs> he can't survive <laughs> collateral damage. He's collateral damage. He's the definition. He, is, he, is, he, he literally he, is the movie. I'm just so sick of these Star Wars. I <laughs> just want to get out of Africa. Uh, All right. <laughs> What's the next category? The next category. Let's do villains. Oh, villains. All right. I'm excited for this one. Okay, good. So my least favorite villains, fifth worst. I, you know, in the past, in, in season recaps, I've tended to use this as a joke category. Last season, I said that the villain, the entirety of the movie, the villain was yeah. the worst villain. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to actually get my thoughts here. All right. So my number five is Satan. <laughs> It was more more for the CGI monster than oh, it was terrible. Gabriel Byrne. I don't want to put too much blame. I'm, I'm surprised Gabriel you don't Byrne. have it higher up than that. But okay, well, there's a lot of bad villains right. uh, in the course of, and this is all of you know Arnold's career. So if it was just one season, I don't think he would have qualified. Fair enough. Number four, can't get enough of that cullen crisp. Yeah. <laughs> Number four from the uh, kindergarten, from kindergarten cop. cop. He is bad. Did, did, does his mom make the list? Or does she not have enough to do no, villain? No, yeah, I remember you bringing her up, and I didn't think of her as a villain before, and I, for some reason, still didn't think of her. All right, fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, she's the one pulling the strings. Like, he's the Darth Vader, and she's the emperor. It's like, in the end, Darth Vader is the iconic character. That's true. Colin Crisp is the memorable character. And, in and that he's movie. got the serial name, so. That's right. Cullen, I just like saying Colin Crisp. Yeah. I don't even know his mother's name. Mrs. Crisp. <laughs> Mama Crisp. <laughs> Number three, The Terminatrix. I'm surprised that's not higher up, but I completely agree. That's, that's the thing. There's a lot of bad villains. Yeah. The villain's so bad, she got two stupid names. <laughs> the TX, a.k.a. The Terminatrix. Terminatrix is so dumb. <laughs> My second worst is Myron Larrabee from uh, Sinbad, from oh, Jingle All the Way. He's bad. He's bad. The worst part of that movie, it's... it's, it's Sinbad being cast in that role, I think is one of the th- things that really drags it down. Keeps it from being like an amazing, hilarious movie. Yep. They were going to cast Joe Pesci in the studio. Vetoed it. Wow. I think that would have been so much better. Oh, it would have been phenomenal. Yeah. And, uh, my worst villain, the one I thought you were going to name in the season four recap, Gabrielle Cortez. Okay. From the last stand. Wow. You have it as the worst villain because it's such a waste of potential. It's, that's the thing. Like, or it's, it's just so misguided. It's a bad performance, it's badly written, it's badly directed, it's just like the total convergence of wrong decisions all coming together. Yeah. and it's, I mean, he is the main villain, I wish I could pretend like he wasn't, but he is. He's the main villain of the movie, and he's awful. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that was my big criticism uh, of that movie, is that it had so much potential, and there's so much right with that movie, so I, I can understand that. Yeah. I just, I would have guessed you would have put the tricks up in number one. I don't like the Terminatrix, but I don't necessarily think she's what's wrong with the movie, but I do think that Cortez in The Last Stand is what's wrong with the movie. I mean, he kind of ruins the movie. Kind of, I mean, in a a similar way from Sinbad, it's like if they had really figured out that character, The Last Stand I think would be a really great Action yeah. movie, well, or just figured out how what that character's role is. If they all they really had to do was diminish the role of that character, stop cutting to him. Yeah, and 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 make uh, Peter Stormare more of the main villain. Yeah, that would have solved the problem. Yeah, no, we I think we tried to rewrite that one, and we made it a much you know better role and better movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I, man, I think it just really drags. Both Sinbad and Cortez, you know, both of those characters drag down. what really could have down. been. Better movies overall. Yeah, because a bad villain, like, I could have gone with uh, Red Sonja, Queen Gedrin or whatever. It's like, well, who cares? The movie's <laughs> bad with or without her. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I'm not going to go with that. So I'm excited. Actually, this was probably my favorite category. One of the hardest ones for me to do. I mean, they were, believe it or not. Okay. I, I I'm have, ranking the ones that I like. I have my, my number five. Uh, I kind of want to go first on this one because I, I, th- I think this is one that I think your influence has prompted this. Really? It's not someone I would have I listed prior to this podcast but I think you convinced me on this episode. I have Kohagen, number five. Oh I have Kohagen as number five. <laughs> Perfect. There's this is how much, you know, having been doing this for two years, <sighs> we just totally have gotten in sync mentally. And it was hard. I, I'll admit I went back and forth because uh, I still have the soft spot for Bennett in Commando. He he just barely did not make oh, so my that, top five. That's one he didn't convince me on. Um, He's nowhere near my top five. Okay, so for me, it was like right there. But there's something about Kohagen. The cornflakes line? <laughs> yeah. It stuck with me. I'm like, I need them in my top five. That's the thing is really digging into the minutia of these movies. Sometimes we just discover, you know, you're digging for gold and sometimes you find it. Most of the time you don't, but it's just like, yeah, that cornflakes. It's like, that's what, that's part of what I was thinking of when I put them. I'm just like, that's amazing. And with a different and a lesser actor, I actually, I'm not sure that I would feel the same way. I can't remember that actor's name. I should have it down here. Ronnie Cox. Well, Thank you. Ronnie Ronnie Cox sells that. I mean, he really sells it. What a stupid line. And he sells it oh, totally. Soon you'll be dead and I'll be home in time for corn, I'll, I'll be at home in time for corn. And just the fact that is this what he's serving at those parties right. that he's inviting people to? It's so awesome. We We like that line for the same reason we like... Uh, pops being laid off like any line of dialogue that really just conjures up a whole world of like possibilities what more can you expand on that yeah, universe? It's like, what does he mean cornflakes it's oh. like that's what George Lucas used to be really good at before he went off the deep end it was just like when I was a kid and I loved Star Wars it'd be, it'd be like oh the spice mines of Kessel but like, what does that mean like, it's I'm just gonna imagine a whole world of, of possibilities you know what I mean <laughs> is it is, yeah, this, corn yeah the cornflakes is the spice mines of Kessel of, of that world <laughs> Oh, I never thought about the spice mines, but that actually is awesome. Is it just cinnamon? I mean, what, what's in there? Yeah, well, maybe the spices go on the cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, there's a connection. The spice must flow. All right. Uh, number I'll, four. I'll give uh, my number four? Oh, no, I actually need to this time because you went first, technically, oh, with Coagin. <laughs> we can play it by here. Uh Warden Hobbs, escape plan. <laughs> Warden Hobbs, escape oh, plan. come on. Are you serious? <laughs> I am totally serious. Jim Caviezel. We did uh, not coordinate a, this, no. I swear to God. And it, it's the same thing that I'm going to say with Ronnie Cox. Jim Caviezel. Totally sells that. Yeah, he's great. He's he a great is. actor. Yeah, I think his career kind of got sidelined because he was Jesus, and yeah. it's like, you know, the poor guy is a good actor, and it, he, I think I think enough time has passed now, or he's, people probably don't remember that anymore. But it's like now he's he lost his prime. I was gonna say he lost a lot of good years, probably. Yeah, for sure. But that's one of the best performances in. I think, and I may be ruining something here. It's one of my favorite villains. Yeah, surprisingly even the first time I watched it prior to doing this podcast, I didn't necessarily remember. I remember him being good, but it wasn't like I, I I didn't appreciate him enough. The first time I watched it It was this time. I was like, wow, Jim Caviezel is great in that movie. No. And I I think that that adds to the fact of escape plan being, unfortunately, a movie that isn't watched, that it's a disappointment because I've said that in action movies, and that's, that's a little bit less of an action movie, and I, I know that. Right. But the villain makes or breaks it. It really, really does. It separates, I think, the great action movies from the bad ones. Well, it's a prison break movie, and even more so in a prison break movie, you need to hate the warden. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just a part of that genre. And he, he, he's of, he walks such a tightrope. He's just on the edge of being over the top. Gary Oldman and... The professional? Like. Yeah, he's not even close to that. No, but that's what I'm saying, is being over the top like that, right? Right, right, right. I mean, he, he doesn't go over that line. Like, he's oh. perfect. It's so, okay. My, my number three? I think my number three, you're going to have higher. Same I way. have the T-1000. Okay. I have Killian, the running man. Okay. I'll just get to it. The T-1000's the next one up, number two. For <laughs> my Killian's my next one. <laughs> so we just flipped those, basically. I almost didn't have Killian on this list at some point. I don't remember really? who else I had on here, and then I kind of went like... Oh, I'm surprised. what am I doing? I'm crazy. Like it was to the point where Killian ended up number two. Because it's just like I went from him not being on the list being like, yeah, Killian's good, but and then just the more I thought about it, I was oh. like, I gotta have Killian a lot I, higher. I mean, it is Richard Dawson, so it's hard, you know, thinking, well, isn't he really just a game show? I, I threw that all. I mean, I didn't move him up as high to put him above the T one thousand, but he he's part of what makes it's the same thing. I like the running man. If you don't have a villain in that, it's gonna be the Hunger Games, which I'm not a fan of the Hunger Games. Right. And some of it's because I don't really like—I don't really like a lot about that movie. But I don't like the villains in those movies. I only saw the first one, and I don't even remember. No. I remember blue hair or something. That's like the only <laughs> detail I remember. Is that right, or am I thinking of something else? Uh, you're it—it it is, but that's Stanley Tucci who's like doing the oh interview. Oh, and is it, uh, is it uh, Donald Sutherland? Is he the who yeah. you're talking about? Okay, yeah. I forgot he was in that until yeah. we said. Now I'm thinking through, like, all right, right, Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Either way, let, let's not harp on that well that's the thing is killian is so he's he's great in both sides of that role because he has to be the game show host which he naturally can do right he's he did it so long on family feud but the behind the scenes stuff and just like showing his real nasty side and being willing to really go for it um he sells it yeah and he it doesn't seem like a different person. Like, you're seeing two sides of the same person. Like, I think other actors, you'd see a lot of a disconnect between, like, well, that doesn't even seem like the same guy. Like, you could really overplay, like, the nastiness backstage and, like, the friendliness. But, like, it's both seep. Across, You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's still a little nasty as the game show host. Oh. And he's still a little bit of a nice guy in backstage. Like, there's just enough to connect the two. That they're the same person. You're right. You know, Absolutely. like, the scenery's like, good job, everyone. We're going to get picked up next season. It's like, yeah, that's kind of the same. And, and when I, I, who was it? Some, some like, someone's picking who's going to come out next. Thank and he's you. just like, come on, lady. You yeah. got to pick somebody. <laughs> I love the way that they kind of bleed over. It's a great performance. I agree. So I I had the T-1000 Higher than you, but, you know, again, I think these are probably pretty close. Yeah. I think Robert Patrick's performance is outstanding, and I think that the reason why I, you know, I put T2 as such a great action movie is that he's a really menacing villain and totally sells it. And I, to the point where I might, you know, put the T-1000, you know, ahead of, of the Terminator, the T-800. Well, obviously you are because he didn't even... Well, unless you have him number one, but I think I know you have number one. Yeah, you, you <laughs> <already> know. <laughs> We know who's number one. You already know who's uh, number I, one. I, you know, I almost didn't put uh, Benedict number one because I knew you were going to. Yeah, Benedict I, I from had, last time. I year. had to. I go ahead. No, but it's just like, how could I not? Like, I had to be honest because there were there were times I was putting together these lists. I'm going like, I'm playing too many games, like mind games. Like, I'm trying to like predict what you're going to do. I'm just, <laughs> I just need to be honest with what I think and. Yeah. Benedict is the best villain in any Arnold movie ever he's so good and and to me I I think I said it on that episode what the reason why I'm disappointed that that's not an appreciated movie is it it has one of the best action villains uh, not just in Arnold movie I think Benedict and Charles dance and it shows all of the Game of Thrones fans out there you know know who Charles dance is now yeah but there's not that much difference between Tywin Lannister and Benedict I mean there's differences he's an amazing actor but he totally sells bu- he sells better than anybody in that movie not that everybody else really flips back and forth but him in the real world I completely believe him in the real world and believe him as the movie villain it, it, there it's the same thing that there's there's still shades of the movie yeah definitely Benedict in the real world and vice versa Charles Dance is amazing and he's an it's just an amazing villain well I think what's fun in that case is there's a slight transformation, and like it's not quite obvious. Like, it's very subtle, but movie Benedict, last action, or uh, Jack Slater 4 Benedict, is a little more arch and a little more over the top, yep. and as he enters the real world and starts to kind of navigate through it, understand it, he does become more naturalistic and a little more real, but it's very subtle, and, and like, the- yeah, but I know what you're saying, he's still that that you know, arch villain from Jack Slater, even when he's in the real, real world, he's still the same guy, but he's now, he's learning how to kind of, he's learning about the real world and learning how to navigate it and kind of learning how he can get what he wants in that world. And in a, in a movie, which granted is often very silly, but his character, he completely sells like the reality of like, you know, there are some real stakes in last action hero as silly as all that is. Like once they get in the real world, it's like, the idea that he could use the ticket to like get all the horrible like movie characters yes. and use them as an army or whatever. It's like, that's real like end of world stuff. Like potentially yeah. not that necessarily Benedict wants to rule the world. Like it's, he's just, kinda- no, we, we never really get there. That's the thing is in some ways I'm, I'm that's probably my biggest disappointment is getting rid of Benedict. It's kind of just, dis- and again, you know, you, I, I don't think there would have been a sequel to that movie. But Benedict is one of those characters, I wish he wouldn't have gone. He, I would love to have had yeah. more Benedict. Well, even if there had been a sequel. There's no sequel for I, that's you. That's what I'm saying, is that they, they, there is no sequel for Benedict, and that's the disappointment. You know, though, you could still make it work, because the ticket, it's like, all you have to do is go back into Jack Slater 4. It's like, like he's alive again. Yeah, You know, you could make that work. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, I, I started at the top, and it wasn't even a question. It was where I was going to put the rest. It, it was easy. It was Charles Dance. Yeah, I really hesitated, or, you know, I resisted putting him number one resistance is futile it you is you know, I agree um, he's the best villain in any Arnold movie you know, even with the T-1000 and every, all the others like, yeah and, and there are some other great ones I just he is what to me Char- and again I probably with a lesser actor I'm not sure would have been that interesting Charles Dance to me makes that movie yeah totally if if you get I, and I'm not saying nobody else could do it but I think it's few and far between and he, that is I think that's why that movie has moved so f- far up for me and why I wanted to do this podcast and defend it is that to get people to say, he wasn't just Tywin Lannister. Go back and watch him in the early 90s. He was amazing. Yeah, and I th- that's the thing. I think you and I have a certain amount of ownership over uh, Charles Dance just because we feel like we knew about him before. Right. It's like, we, it's like <laughs> now, now, obviously, if people who know him from Game of Thrones, like, yeah, obviously, I'm sure he's been a good, la- good actor for a long time. It's not surprising, but it's like at the time... I did know him from Alien 3. I recognized him, but it wasn't like someone was like, oh, you know, I'm so excited. Like in Alien 3, he's, his, his part isn't really that noticeable. And I, I think we talked about this. It's been a while since I listened to that first episode, but I think we talked about it. I remember you telling me that I would be so excited when I told you I was starting to watch Game of Thrones because I picked it up after you. Yeah. And you, you told me that, you know. Oh, I knew. Get get ready for something. You, you're, you know, you're going to freak out or whatever you said. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, I can't. it's Benedict. Oh, like, I haven't seen him in anything in like 15 years. Yeah, I, 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 of course you're going to freak out. Like we, that's the thing. I think listeners may not appreciate how long you and I have been talking about how much we love Last Action Hero. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, probably since the late 90s. And that's the thing. Like I think now, groundswell is gradually Building, I like to think we're like t- helping a tiny bit, but it's like there definitely has been a reassessment of Last Action Hero in the culture to a certain extent, even though it's very low level. Yeah, but I mean, from the beginning, like since seeing it, I, I don't think either of us saw it in theaters, but like at some point, seeing it on cable or something is like, Oh, this is a great movie! Yeah, like immediately, I loved it. It it seems like the same for you. It it wasn't like oh, years later I'm going to reassess. It's like no, immediately I loved Last Action Heroes. No, and I mean I can think of movies that I did reassess like a year or two later. I'm like, man, I was missing. And the one that I admit, I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't. I saw Fargo in theaters and I did not like it. Now that happened with me, The Big Lebowski. It took me a couple of viewings, and so although I'm I'm souring on it again, really, well, it's more of the people who who around the 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 cult of Lebowski that I I can understand. I find pretty distasteful, but but. I was one of those people for a while until the, <laughs> until there were a lot of the us, and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm out of this I'm club out. now. I don't want any club that would have me as a member." But so I didn't see Last Action in Hero in theaters because of the reviews and, and the hype. But it was not one of those that when I saw it, it's exactly as you said. When I finally did, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is an amazing movie! Why were why was it getting you know banged on? It was unfair." So yeah. anyway, we're burning next episode conversation, yeah. so we shouldn't get too. We deep should move on. on. So that. that to me, the, the villain was easy. But I had a lot of fun. Like, the, the, there were a lot of good villains in his movies. Yeah, and a lot of bad villains. I had fun yeah. with that part, too. But My yeah, point. for sure. Yeah, the fact that the T-800... I mean, I think you know, we talked in the past about like maybe he doesn't qualify because like, villains in a Schwarzenegger movie are thinking about people who are fighting against Arnold's. Like Yeah. You know, but I think even legitimately, the T-800 got knocked off of that list not because the T-800 isn't an interesting villain, just because other ones are better. Yeah, it's just, no, like, it, it, if there was you know, a six or seven, it, it's probably right there. I mean, I didn't go that far, but it, it's, it's yeah. getting towards that cut line, but there were too many for me to add on. Yeah. I, I seem to remember saying, maybe I'm misremembering, I seem to remember saying on some episode that like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies aren't really known for their villains, but yeah, there are a lot of good ones. Like, no. I, I should give them more credit. More credit. The, movie, the movie's more credit than I had been giving them. So uh, next category. We've got a couple a few left. Yeah, I've been saving puns for last. Let's that's do fine. kill. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. My My bottom five kills. All right. This was tough because yeah, it's hard to remember the parts, the ones that are bad. But I definitely I have a list. So number five, cloned Adam Gibson drives over Wiley. Yeah. Sixth day, just cloned Adam Gibson's reaction too is what is really disturbing. That's what it is. It's just it's on weird moments. Yeah. I mean, just bad for any reason. Like that's a bad kill just because it's just like gross and awkward and yeah, Yeah. like not right for his character. Number four. Number four, Jericho Kane kills himself. End of days. Everything about End of Days. Yeah, it's it's a bad movie, but it's a bad ending. Uh, it's stupid. Why is there a sword there? <laughs> a metal sharp a real one? Sword, yeah, a real sword. And it's just a church. Yes, it's not like you know, it's like the it's not an armory. Yeah, it's not like uh, the Knights of Jericho came and like no. we're gonna fight the devil or something. I don't know. Okay, number three, Gordy Brewer's CGI axe collateral damage. Yep. God, I remember that from the trailers too. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's a bad kill, even if it wasn't a CGI axe. But the fact that they put in a CGI axe. Whatever. It's, I'm surprised you stupid. didn't have them on your worst villains. By the way, I, they're probably right there. I thought about them. I had El Lobo on my in my document at they some are point. Bad, I deleted yeah. them. Um, number two, Conan anticlimactically kills Wilt Chamberlain with a dagger to the ribs. That is that is lame. The big confrontation. He's just like, eh, you're dead. Just like just a dagger, not even like a broad axe or something. A dagger. You're Conan the Barbarian, and he's Wilt Chamberlain. It is lame. Dagger's going to take him down. It's terrible. And the worst one, we've already talked about it. Mike Drucker falls 10 stories, somehow does not explode into a bunch of jelly guts. The jelly monster. That is the worst. I probably would have agreed with you on that one. It's really bad. It's really bad. And we already talked about it. So, okay, let's go to the good ones. The top five. I have number. You want to go first? Well, before you start, I had a lot of honorable mentions. This was really tough to get down to five. I had a ton of candidates. (laughs) Can I read my honorable mentions? I have like six or seven that I I want to at least. Six honorable mentions? Wow. You'll see why in a second. Okay wonder if any of those are mine i'll just uh, maybe we'll see honorable mention total recall richter loses his arms honorable mention terminator 2 t1000 kills todd with the milk oh that is great that's great it's it's i tried to keep it mostly to arnold kills but that's so good i mean it didn't even make my top five but it was it's it almost did honorable mention commando right wrong (laughs) <laughs> Honorable mention. commando. Henrique in the in the uh, plane signaling touchdown. I'm sure you have it on the list. for for oh, wait, no, for the record. I have a parenthetical cause there's a different commando kill for me. I have an a parenthetical honorable mention to the touchdown, Enrique. Oh, we hardly knew this you. This is why I have honorable mentions. Honorable mention, Commando Cook uh, gets a leg up on the uh, table. Honorable mention, Commando Valverde guard takes a circular saw to the scalp. Honorable mention, Commando <laughs> the in- Valverde guard takes an axe to the groin. Honorable mention, Commando Bennett lets off some steam. <laughs> I just oh. want there's so many good ones. I could have made a top five just from Commando. I'm going like how, I I can't leave all these off my top five, but I can't just I I only chose one from Commando. That's I just wanted to. I, I can understand. I'm glad that you had some. I had to get the touchdown. <laughs> I couldn't put it in the top five. I thought for sure you'd have that. I almost put it in my top five. I, I had it in there and I swapped it out with a different one in Commando. I want to tell you it was it was probably number six, only because <laughs> I just, there's so much about Enrique I love, <laughs> yeah. and I think we talked about in the episode. I would love. Like a 30-minute webisode just of the life and death of Enrique. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't dress up for Halloween ever. But if I did, he'd you'd, be right at the top of my list. He would be a perfect Enrique. Enrique absolutely. That's <laughs> way at the top of my, you know, if I, if I had a list of possible costumes, that's doable. That's very doable. <laughs> I would insist, too, if you went out and I saw you somewhere, you'd have to signal <laughs> touchdown at some point. Right. You to get me in a headlock and then it, ugh, touchdown. All right. Thank you for pointing that out, by the way. That's not, never something I know. I mean, I've only seen Commando once or twice, but I never noticed that. That's it's, so funny. That's, I mean, I, uh, I, I really starting, wanted to put it in my top five. I'm starting to laugh again like I was in that episode. <laughs> I love that death. I'm thinking about swapping it back out with the he other. signals touchdown. All right, let's actually get to our list. I'm sorry right. to dominate with my honorable mentions. My number five, Sven, Conan the Barbarian. I think it's an awesome kill when he takes the, whatever that, you know. <laughs> that Rube Goldberg contraption. Yes. Contraption. Yeah, the spike to the gut. Fantastic. Yeah, he's got a good death, too. He's, his, like, death throws, you know. like it's it's a Some of it was I wanted to make sure that I got Conan because I knew you'd be ragging on me. I didn't even have Conan. Also in Sven, I wanted a Sven- Kill. I I have no Conan the Barbarian in oh, my right. uh, top kills, uh, which is kind of surprising because those are brutal movies with a lot of brutal kills. They but um, yeah, I I don't yeah. have that, and that would probably be the one right. that I would put. If uh, I mean, James Earl Jones is getting beheaded is pretty rough too, but it's like yeah. it's not quite as like it's too quick. Yeah, it's, it doesn't really have like basically like my list. All I'm thinking about is like, am I going like oh, that's awesome? Yes. Like that's really all I'm looking for. Yeah. All right, my number five is Predator knock knock it's, it's Sven getting shot through the wall yeah. coincidentally both of ours are Sven dying but just di- in very different movies it's funny because I felt like I needed to spend death on the list and so that's why Conan made my number five okay well, we both got a Sven death yeah. on our list okay my number four yes is commando I, I, I originally had Henrique but I decided to swap it with Sully oh, getting dropped off the cliff it, it is a great one it's probably the funniest death on my five it's it's so funny even the dummy falling you know and the sound that he makes wah, wah, wah. <laughs> So good. Uh, All right, so my number five uh, was one of your honorable mentions, Wait, you already gave your a five. Oh, right? Number four. I'm four, sorry, okay. number four. Uh, see you at the party, Richter. The arms off. I absolutely love I, that. I really had a hard time leaving that off. There's so many good ones. I mean, we're, we've watched Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Of course, there are going to be a million awesome kills, but man, it's hard to narrow down to five. And I think it's it's his, deli- it's the line. I just love, see you at the party, <laughs> right. Richter. It's so awesome. <laughs> he had to make sure he heard his quip before he hit the ground yes. and died. <laughs> this will be the last thing you hear is my quip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, uh, so my number three, The Last Stand, the the, the guy off the roof. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's, Do you have it? You must have it higher. It's on, it's on my list. It's a little higher. Right, well, I, my number three is the Terminator driving to, into the police station. That is a great one. That's my number three. And then my number two is The Last Stand. Man, I, I wonder if people even people who see that movie if that stands out to them or not because like man, it, and it's i mean it's my number 2 greatest kill it stands up to any arnold schwarzenegger movie it is so cool it is amazing and like almost kind of Incongruous with that movie, which is mostly a pretty realistic movie. It's just like, that would have fit right in in Commando. Like, what a cool movie. That is a John Matrix move. You're right. To to explain to anyone who hasn't seen The Last Stand, like, see The Last Stand if only for this moment because they're on a rooftop. Arnold tackles a bad guy as they're falling, shoots the bad guy in the head and then uses the bad guy guy to to break break his fall. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's, it's like uh, that Seinfeld episode where they're talking about the action. He's shooting as he's falling. Like, it's like, it's one of those moments where it's like, I it, just want to talk about that. That for, may be the death blow, actually. <laughs> oh, it's definitely a death blow.' That, that, that for may sure be it's the a death, death blow. blow, though I'm missing the death blow. <laughs> uh, that's my number two, so yeah, what's your number two? So my number two is I was much higher up than when you had. I just could not not have a commando, and I actually went with Bennett. I, I with the quip and everything else, and the chainmail, yeah. I went with Bennett. and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with Sully. There's so many kills in no, commando. Like j- I couldn't put. I I, I feel. I, I just felt like I had to pick one. I had such a tough. Po- I don't even have the T800 on this list. I can understand. There's so many. That's the pro- and that's yeah. the problem. It's not that it's not amazing. I just I I wanted Sven. I just didn't have enough room. Yeah, and I so, get it. And so your number two was the guy off the roof. Yep. I'm wondering if we have the same number one. Probably. What is it? Is it the ice cream cone to the back of the head? No. No. You're not even on your list. No. You've got the pun later, so <laughs> you've got it represented in the next category, I'm sure. So you're playing games, comment. I was the same thing. I'm like, I can't have Last Action Hero on number one on everything. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I actually, I went with Benny. I love, screw you, and he literally is just screwing. Him, yeah. Oh, it is fantastic. So I went with Benny. I thought about it for a moment, but he didn't even make my honorable mentions. But yeah. it's good. Like he, he was on my list at one point when, I, when my list was like thirtieth long. I, I was like, I got to cut this down. And, and look, I'm going to tell you right now: there's nothing wrong with the cone. That the the ice cream cone is amazing. That's not the part you like, though. That you like the moment that comes after the ice cream cone. <sighs> <laughs> we, that's the next category, so we may as well just get to just, it. I mean, you already know my. I'm not even going to have to tell you, but that's my number one pun. Yeah, we saved puns for last. We got, we've got, we, and we split this category up also. non-Arnold puns and Arnold puns did you want to do the other categories because i i I did the other ones that you sent me non-Arnold performance music writing you want to do them or no oh how did i didn't we do those no oh i didn't do music i forgot because i lost uh access to that that email so i forgot about music and uh writing okay well did you do non-Arnold performance didn't we oh non-Arnold no i didn't do that either okay (laughs) give give your picks and I'll, i'll quickly come up with a top five uh all right so i'll do i'll start with non on performance okay let's go for that all right so non- uh number five i have abigail breslin in maggie i think it's a really good performance that's a really good performance yeah i i quickly am putting a list together and i'm not sure she'd make my top five but it'd be close okay so my number four is jason clark in terminator genesis yeah he's gonna make my list for sure uh it's a great john connor and a pretty good villain didn't make you know kind of my list for villains um or in season four recap but it is a really good performance. Well, the fact that he's good at both is really what's great. Whether or not you like that twist, and you, the fact that he, I don't even like the twist, and I think he's good in both yeah. roles. Uh, my number three: Sharon Stone in Total Recall. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a really good performance. She's got to be, in the yeah, top and list. some of what makes that movie a really good action movie. Yeah, and, and kind of an underrated performance. I don't necessarily think that like she's like that part is talked about a lot when people talk about Sharon Stone's career. No, and it might be screen time too because I mean she doesn't have a ton. No, but, but, when, but when she's there, she's selling the performance without a doubt. Well, that's the thing. Like, her character is so important to the plot. Like, what she represents, like she's there to represent this you know, potential reality or, or, and or a potential false reality. Like yeah. you know, Not only is she playing a really interesting character and giving a good performance, but you know, like, what she represents in that movie is really, really important. Uh, my number two, Tom Arnold in True Lies. Yeah, I mean he's funny. I think it's a great performance. I know you did. I knew you'd disagree with me, and that's fine. I mean, I no, I like him in the movie. I don't know if I'd necessarily say top five performance. That would be tough. I wish I had done this category because that's all right. He may have made the cut. I did like that picture you tweeted <laughs> him. At the uh, happy birthday to Arnold, by the way. But uh, uh, you'd. Uh, reposted a, a photo from Arnold. I guess it's his birthday party. And it's Jim, James Cameron and Arnold are posing for a picture. And then Tom Arnold is totally photo bombing them in the background. <laughs> I loved that picture. Uh, and number one for me was Charles dance last action hero. Yeah. Yeah. I that's mean, that's, 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 that's tough to uh, deny. Yeah. I'm going to agree. De- Charles dance definitely will be on my list. Sharon stone. Definitely. Who's your four? Uh, Jason Clark and Jason Terminator Clark. Genesis. Definitely. So it was Abigail Breslin and Tom Arnold. Yeah, were my I think other two that you might not agree with. I'm uh, maybe I'll leave our, Abigail Breslin. I'm just mentally, I th- I think I'd put Linda Hamilton T two in my top five for sure. Yeah, I I probably should have had that in there. Well, I mean it's your yeah, list. It was, I'm just I'm just thinking like that's, who, that's who a, am I replacing Tom? I'm, but Tom Arnold and Linda Hamilton. I'm going to pick Tom. I am sorry, sorry to tell you. Yeah, I'll put Abigail Breslin. I'll, I'll on the spot. I think she should be in the top five. It's, 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 a, it's a really good performance. It's a very good performance. So is Arnold, and that's why it's a, it's for a zombie movie, which I know it's not a zombie movie. There's really only two characters in that movie, and if one of them's not given a good performance, that oh yeah, I mean they're both for sure carrying a heavy load. Like yeah. like they're they're both doing a lot of work in that movie. Absolutely. Uh, so then you want me to do music or writing? Yeah, I could probably do my own music real fast before yeah, you because I actually struggled with music so. <laughs> Let me just give a glance over the list of movies. Do you want to take a break and then come back? Yeah, let's take a break. What, what else do I need to do? Music? We got be- music, writing, and then puns, and then we're done. Okay. Yeah, let me, let me, give me a minute to That's cobble together. Oh, I, I'm missing an opportunity to do worse music. Man, I would have relished that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a worse film. I want to talk about the scores I hate. More. probably want to talk about those more than the ones you like There's nothing I like more than talking about bad movie scores. All right, I'm ready. All right, how do you want to transition back? Let's just admit that you let me take a break, too. <laughs> We're back! <laughs> so yeah, uh, Mike was nice enough to stop and let me put together lists of good and bad music because I forgot to do it, and I really <laughs> want to talk about it. All so right. yeah, let's let's get the my least favorite movie scores out of the way, and we'll move on, move on to the good stuff. It is impressive that you were able to bang that out in about oh, I don't have to two and a half minutes. I don't have to put a lot of thought into this. Like I I know which ones I don't like. So All right. I, this is this is pretty easy. All right, so fifth worst is going to be a little controversial, but The Terminator. I'm not so. Supp- by that. It's a great theme. The main theme to the Terminator is a great piece of music. The rest of the (laughs) score... I know that's what you really... The Kyle Reese you hate. The rest of the score is bad. It just is. I mean, Terminator 2 is much improved. Terminator 2 made neither of these lists, so I'm neutral on T2, but at least it kind of cleaned it up. Yeah, most of the Terminator score, I think, is bad. My fourth worst, True Lies... Again, probably yeah. a little controversial, but I, I talked about it on that episode. We definitely talked about the score, and yeah. oh, I didn't like the score. Yeah, I, you kind of brought me around on that. That dumb jazz stuff that he's doing. You know, Brad Fidel, sorry. I'm picking on Brad Fidel, I'm realizing, because he did both the scores. But oh. I guess I just don't like Brad Fidel. Apparently not. Third worst, The Running Man. What's that guy's uh Harold Faltemeyer. Oh, I don't know his name. He's the guy who did uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He's that ah, guy. okay. And Top Gun. I like Top Gun, but generally, I'm not... I mean, got the again, the main theme is fun, but yeah, I don't know. Running Man's very repetitive score. I'm not a big fan of it. Second worst, The Villain, mostly for the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dumb country song. Everything about it's awful. I had, part of the reason why I wanted to make sure I got my worst so scores is so villain just in? to remind everyone how awful the music from The Villain is. And the worst score in any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie is Twins. I don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but it's the guy I hate. From Ghostbusters From 2. From Ghostbusters 2. That, this is why I had to cobble together a list right now, because I had to take one last shot. This is my last chance to take a shot at this guy. <laughs> he him, sucks. Give him the Ram Jam? <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Off the top rope. Off the top rope. That yep. guy who did the Twins score, whatever your name is. I don't feel bad about it. But I'm very sorry to pick on Brad Fidel. I'm not, I'm not sorry to pick on this guy. Twins he sucks. Twins in kindergarten. <laughs> kindergarten cop is bad but it's kind of it's much but it's the same guy right it's the same guy but that's more benign like it kind of fades into the background for me a little more remember that scene in twins when Arnold first arrives and it's just like weird scat music (laughs) awful what an awful score it's the worst (laughs) god I hate it so much what I love about this is that we've been able to get you to (laughs) sing or do music on almost every episode this season you know and we just got in under the wire on this one. I think, you know what, I've noticed a correlation is that episodes where I'm having a beer, it's a more <laughs> likely that I'm going to be... So uh, what you're saying is that if we went to a karaoke bar, we oh, might get up there on stage. That's why they serve beer, Is there alcohol <laughs> karaoke, <laughs> is to get people up on stage. All right, so the, and I, look, I I had not noticed how bad the Twins score was until we did this podcast, and I am 100% on board with it. It's awful. I kind of want to pull it up <laughs> the scene again just to play it, because I hate it well, so much, I, right? I'm going to assume that probably when you close out this episode, you'll probably put it on there <laughs> maybe yeah. it's the worst anyway <laughs> or maybe not maybe we'll use some of the top music so why don't we uh, start with number five all right you want, me, you want me to start on this yeah i want you to fire away this is gonna be surprising i think to you mm-hmm. batman and robin really i think that's a pretty good, i like uh, that take on batman that's kind of score i you know what I, there's a lot to hate about that movie that's not one of the things to hate about it. i forget that guy's name elliot something I think he did the Alien 3 score also, if I remember correctly. Elliot Goldenfall, I think is his name. Um do you know that. I like music scores. I listen to a lot of music uh, movie scores. He's good and I like that Batman theme. I think kinda of more than I like the Tim Burton uh the i c I'm drawing back on that composer's name. It wasn't Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, yeah. is he he okay, I didn't He did the first two Batman, and that one how did that 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 was the one that goes da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Which is a good theme. I prefer the Schumacher Batman music. I like okay. the theme because that's the one that goes I like that one better. The movies okay. are not as good. Not even close. But, but I yes. I think that's a better... That feels more like Batman to me than duh, 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 duh. I don't know why. I'm I am not going to argue with you on that. That's... That's just preference. You, you know the music better than me. I, number five, I struggled with this even remembering a lot of music. I feel bad that I like made you do this and then forgot to do it myself. <laughs> I was like, We're going to talk about music. Oh, whoops! There I forgot some poetic justice. <laughs> so I had my number five, and I only vaguely remember some of the music, but I just know that it fit really well. I went with Maggie, and I thought that the the score kind of fit very well with the movie. Yeah, you know, what? I wish I had had more time to prepare for this because <laughs> just had just plenty of time. You just no, I did. It. Yeah, I forgot. But I mean, in the, in just those few minutes i was putting this list together i saw maggie i was like what was the music in maggie i remember kind of liking it i don't remember i, I just left it i, off I don't anyway. know if it was necessarily amazing i just remember commenting on the episode that it fit very well with the rest of the movie yeah i seem to remember enjoying the score i don't remember anything about it yeah. like many specifics all right so then for me number four maybe a big controversy with you i i kind of like the music in t2 so i went with t2 for my number four i get it it fits the movie very well yeah I think my problem with it is it's just so not musical. It's very kind of ambient. It's, it's just kind of it's almost more sound effects than music. You're right. And I think the reason w- I, I can understand that it's not music, but for me that sets so much with the T1000 and I think it fits perfectly I, Yeah, I get it. I uh, I like melody. You know, I I I don't really like the current trend, although my next pick is kind of going to go against this, but I I don't like the current trend of like the Hans Zimmer style really repetitive like the batman stuff or the, yeah, dark, yeah. the dark knight stuff it hans zimmer's very good at it he makes it work especially if, you know i lo- i like the batman and the dark yeah, knight the score the dark knight in knight particular yeah but i think that's a trend now like all the copycats are really bad at it and you know, like, don't try and be hans zimmer if you're not right right and that's the thing i like melody and the current trend is to not have melody and it's like t2 i don't want to say it was the start of that trend but I will acknowledge that it's a very effective score. I just it's just not my cup of tea. All right, number 4. Uh, my number 4 is a different Terminator. It's Terminator Genesis, which really? is kind of it is that Hans Zimmer style score, yeah. but I, th- I think it's a really good one and it has some melody to it. I like the score of Terminator Genesis. I think All it's right. the best Terminator score in my opinion. Oh, interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that. I like Salvation too, but that's that's outside of our purview in this one, but bonus episodes don't count. I might have picked it in my top 5 if it counted. All right, number 3. My number 3 is Raw Deal. Really? I really like the music in Rodio. I barely remember. That's the problem is I'm just such another music guy, but I'm sure it probably is better than I'm remembering. It's very synthy. It's very eighties. It's very like grating and harsh. It's, it's actually weirdly very modern. Like that style has come all the way around. Like i talked about in the past, like synth wave is a whole genre of electronic yeah. music that I like. And it's very synth. Noir. Yeah. It's very tech. Noir. I like, I think, I think it's a really good score. I mean, it's kind of under appreciated, I think. Well, you're, you're going to hate my number three. What's that? Because it's barely any music, but I just love the song from the opening of Pumping Iron, so I put Pumping Iron <laughs> oh, on my list. Yeah, I do hate that pick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine, I love that. You're song. just doing this as a joke now. You're just doing this to get me. No, I'm just. I had a hard time with the music, so I was trying it. I'm like, I don't remember. It I like. Me- that- it was memorable. That's why you picked it. Just because yeah. you remembered it. That's not good music, though. It's funny <laughs> that like, you know, uh Jackie Treehorn-esque music that they're posing to. Yes. I don't know why I went with Jackie Treehorn and not uh, Oh, that's because uh, the Big Lebowski. Yeah, we, we were talking about Big Lebowski instead of um Jack uh, Jack Horner. Yeah. So that was your number 3 or yeah, your number 2? That was my number 3. My number 2 is Predator. Oh, that's a great score. It is a good score. I should have had it in my top five. I, I had it number one, and then the last. I'll minute tell ahead. you what. I'll amend it only because I didn't really remember. Predator probably should have been my number. Predator three. is a great score. It's it. It would be. It's definitely one of my favorite scores of all time. It just so happens that another Arnold movie is slightly better. Oh, interesting. So my number two. I wasn't only looking at the score with music, so I put Last Action Hero as number two because I know the soundtrack is amazing. That's a great soundtrack. I agree with you. So you know, I was thinking more about scores and soundtracks, but mainly because it has so- a good score too. It's actually both. You know what? I should have that on my list. There you go. I'm so gonna I'd knock could- off Terminator Genesis and put oh, and that at number Last four. Last Action Hero. And I know that technically I should like move things down and whatever, but like whatever. Get Terminator Genesis out of there. <laughs> I agree. It's still your favorite. It of needs the to be on the list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mainly just because the, in the, that movie in particular, the car chase is the main reason why. The fact that Jack is literally... Because it switches to score after that. or Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I wanted to get Last Action Hero, so that was my number two. It's score that sounds like music. Like That's what's great about that score is uh, uh, that's... Uh, I'm blanking on his name. He did Die Hard. I don't he know passed, I he Die pa- Hard, but I don't know music. He passed away like five, six years ago. Oh, man. I should know his name. Anyway. Uh, Michael Kamen. Okay. Michael Kamen. Yeah, that score is so good at, like, blending between the rock songs and score. Like, score sounds like... like, I think even he had uh, the guitarist Buckethead play. I don't know if you know who Buckethead is. I've heard the name, actually. I think he had Buckethead playing on the score, if I remember reading correctly. Wow. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know... You, you can't always tell when it's score because, like, yeah, like that moment where it switches to score still sounds like a rock song. Yeah, it absolutely like, does. It's like a kind of a bluesy thing. Yeah. When, anyway. he, when he effectively switches out the tape or whatever, it, it sounds like it's a continuation. Right. Ba-dum, ba-dum, yeah. Ba-dum, yeah. <laughs> it's score, but it sounds like a song. Like, it's now, great, it's thank really good. you for doing that because now I'm seeing the minivan open up right now <laughs> with the minigun. <laughs> And Um, uh, and, number one for me, it was the only one that stood out. So I had to have it as number one. Which is what? Conan the Barbarian. Okay. That's also my number one. It's amazing. It really is. And and I'm not a music guy, it's amazing. It's one of the best scores, period. Like ever. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really good. I mean, I, I almost forgot about it in those two minutes I was putting together my list. I was like, Predator's number one. I'm like, oh, man. How could I, I, I better not forget Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> if, if you would have, I would have given you a hard time because yeah. that was the. I would have definitely been changing my list right now. I'd be like, oh, man. Oh, that, crap. That is the only one that I filled that in right away. I'm like, it has to be Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a great score. So I'll amend. Pumping Iron shouldn't be in there mainly because pre- Predator should have been on my list. <laughs> okay. I will accept that trade. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, so so we, writing. Yeah, why don't you give me a list, and I'll yeah put fine. together a quick list. I don't want to take another break, but... Uh, so, my number five, uh, Conan the Barbarian. I think that's a really, really well-written script. I agree. That will definitely be on my list. Uh, so, that was number five. Uh, number four, Last Action Hero. Yeah. I know it can be messy at times, but I still think, overall, it's a really, really well-written script. I mean, that that script is kind of cobbled together. I know it's probably not fair to use, like, knowledge of the behind-the-scenes or just, like, you know, Zach Penn wrote a draft, and then, you know... Uh, Shane black names yes shane black you know kind of rewrote it and turned it into a different thing and it's like but who cares as long as the result i think i think you're probably talking about the shane black script that is a well-written script who knows what zach penn wrote i had to have it in there it again it's not perfect but i think it's top five for me yeah uh number three t2 yeah that for sure very very well written that's a well-written movie uh not surprising right that Cameron's going to be in my top five it needs to be well I don't know if he's necessarily known as a writer but I mean there was a co-writer in that movie William Wisher I think is his name yeah um, it's weird what names I can remember what names I can't. I can't. I can't remember the names of like famous actors, but the co-writer of Terminator is William Wisher. And you can remember. I'm like ninety percent sure that's guys his name. that have done scores back in like the 1980s. Yeah, I think it's just, I, I could give a crap about like celebrities, but like if you wrote a movie score, I want to know your name. Well, it's funny because in some way, I, I know you agree with me on this. I, I think the writers are far more important than the actors. It's just they never get the credit. Yeah. They won't. They're, they're not in front of the camera, so people don't know who they are. Well, and the problem with writers is, you know, most movies have multiple writers on them, whereas very few movies have multiple composers. It's yeah. like it's just easier to – it's literally the first step and the last step. It's, it's like they don't have time to fire a composer and <laughs> hire a new one. It's like, well, this is what we got. It's true, but I think some of what – I guess what you're getting at is what you appreciate and pay attention more to than celebrities is the people who are actually creating things, right? Because actors don't really create. Unless you're right. Patrick Stewart and extra, and you're, you're extras, and you're writing your own material. Well, I've written a screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I you're, you're more the creators. Um, no, I, I, I think you're right. So number two for me, and this, the podcast really brought this to light for me of how great of a script it is, Total Recall. That held up so well. Yeah. I think that's going to be my number one now that I'm looking through. And, and it, this was close. The Terminator was my number one, and that, again, is just it is so tight. I mean, there's just no wasted effort in that. It was tough. It, the Terminator and Total Recall, I went back and forth, but the, those are my top two. Yeah, it's hard for me to argue with those five. I think I'd rearrange them a little bit. I think I'd put Total Recall one. I think I'd probably put T2 next, and then the Terminator. Ah, okay. And then yeah, last action hero. You had four, and what did you, and you Conan? Conan the Barbarian five. was five. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd mostly agree with your list. I just shift around the top three, but yeah, I, I mean those those are all incredible, incredibly written movies. Yeah, they're, they're among his best movies too, right? I mean that that's just generally yeah. how it's going to go. No, for sure. I wonder if I had done my own list and not been <laughs> piggybacking off of your list, if I had put, if I would have thought about the Terminator movies as much as like scripts. I don't know. It's it's easy to take it for granted. Yeah, because it's just like the Terminator has been in the kind of cultural lexicon for so long. It's just like you're right. The first Terminator, oh, we discussed it. I mean, how you're right. I, I need no to put that above two. Yeah, because it's, it's just it's so much to explain, and it does it so well. Like the idea of like robots from the future with human skin coming back in time to kill the the mother of the person who will become the leader of the resistance <laughs> that will kill them. All of that makes such perfect sense. Like, There's no confusion. And also, like, that's all just the backdrop to the main story, which is just kind of a monster movie, but it's like, even that piece of it, which could be very cliched, feels so fresh. It doesn't feel like a Jason Voorhees, even though that's essentially what it is. Yeah, I need to put... I'm switching that. The Terminator's number two. T2 should be number three in my list. I'm going to switch those two. That's fair. I, I, you know, you're right. I mean, just, I remember us discussing things like the using the phone book, right? How Cameron is just being so succinct and not wasting any time. I I just. Well, thinking it through, what would this robot need to do to find its, its target? Unlike T3 where she just shows up. Like, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I agree with your list. uh, Other than I'm putting total recall number one, because I I think total recalls. Oh, it, great it, script! And I, going into this, I wouldn't have thought that, and I still I am just shocked at how well I, the fact that they remade that movie is now just so dumb to me. Yeah, that movie has held up so well. Well, what's so brilliant about Total Recall, as it's written, is the way that it perfectly it works perfectly on both levels. It well, could be your theory is of what is reality. It could be a dream. It could be real. It, it there is no evidence, definitive evidence either way. It yeah. works. Every single scene works on both levels. Yeah, I mean, we came to a conclusion, and we think that that's probably the right answer, but it it's well-written enough that you can make an argument the other way. Well, I think that's our preferred answer, but it's like the screenplay isn't coming down on either side. No, you know. Fine. Yeah. All right, the puns. Yep, let's do puns. I actually have lists for these. Excellent. <laughs> and So the name of the podcast was My Brilliant Creation, and I really thought there were more puns in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies I don't regret it necessarily but there wasn't as robust of a number of puns to choose from as I thought there would be when we started this podcast no it's very surprising yeah I, I have a little bit more regret as far as the name I mean no, uh, I think it was a group I, I got us half of the way there because I think I had gotten us two puns and guns and then your yeah. suggestion is bad puns and machine guns well, let's start with the bad puns, then, because yep. like, I, def- I put together my least favorite puns. Let's hear them. We split them up between non-Arnold puns and Arnold puns. Yeah, I just did one list, though, and lumped it together. Did you do two separate? Oh, I did separate. You did no. it was tough. a five of each? No, I just a, did a, a f- f- five of the total together? Yeah. All right, well, my, my least favorite non-Arnold puns There's definitely a theme to this, so okay. let, me, let me knock these out. All right. Number five, you get the ice, I get the ice man, George Clooney, okay. Batman Robin. Number yeah. four. So, this is where you hang out. Chris O'Donnell, Batman and Robin. Number three, my vines have a crush on you. Uma Thurman, Batman and Robin. Number two, hey, freeze, the heat is on. George Clooney, Batman and Robin. And the worst pun, non Arnold pun, I want to know if you're serious about turning over a new leaf. It's so Chris O'Donnell, bad. Batman and Robin. And it's Clean sweep. Such a high percentage of the puns on our podcast were <laughs> from Batman and Robin. Yeah, well, the bad puns in particular, like the name "bad puns" and machine guns, was never more appropriate. At least half of it. <laughs> Batman and Robin is so. Every pun is bad. So dominating. Do you want me to do my you bad might, Arnold yeah, you puns might do and your then bad Arnold puns and then we'll move to. Okay. Uh, the, the the second half of this has just really fallen apart organizationally like, I wish we. Do, I, I will take the blame for this because it's like we, I I didn't do the music and the writing I didn't make clear that I was going to do a split that's alright Arnold puns and not Arnold okay worst Arnold puns okay number five from uh yeah raw deal I'm going to do what an old friend asked me to do knock them dead <laughs> which Bang. the guy never said but whatever Number four, well, this hits the spot from uh, The Running Man. That hits the spot. Whatever. You don't like that one? I don't like it. Oh, wow. I think it's a little forced. You know, And, and the I setup for that is just not well. I'm going to tell time. you right now, I considered it for my top five. Okay. That's well, my it, fourth it, worst. It did not make it. Uh, number three, you're fired. Kind of already talked about that. Yeah. Number two, they caught a train <laughs> eraser. If it had been they had to catch a train, I would have not had it on my worst list. It's just badly phrased. It's just blunt and awkward. And the fact that that's the last line of the movie, I think. It too. is. Yeah. yeah. It's just not a good ending to an otherwise okay movie. Yeah. It has not great. Flaws. The eraser has not made a lot of lists in this, <laughs> this no. episode. Have we even mentioned the eraser up until now? No. It's like the definition of middle of the road. Like yeah. It's not making any best. It's not making any worse lists. It's just there. It just exists. It's not shocking. It's going to probably be <laughs> yeah. dead center or around it for us. Yeah, we'll see. I don't even remember where I put it. That's how, like, that's how little we're thinking about it. It's like, where did I put the eraser? I don't even remember. It's been erased from my memory. You've been uh, erased. Erased. And my worst Arnold pun, which is essentially designed to represent all Batman and Robin Arnold puns. Cool party. <laughs> I think that's the worst of all his because it's so dumb. And it like, is dumb. but Cool it, it, party. But it is kind of memorable because I remember it. I think it's the trailer that it was in the trailer. Oh, a lot of them were in the trailer. I mean, I could have picked one that was more elaborate, like, it's left me cold. Do you please have mercy? I've been cold, or whatever he says. I'm embarrassed. I put one of the Batman and Robins in my top <laughs> five. I, I mean, some of them are better than others, but, you know, he had 12 puns, and most of them are bad, so I just chose Cool parties. I considered, <laughs> I'm my condition leaves me cold, That cold. Do you please have mercy? I that's the one I was trying to That remember. one, it's bad, but I kind of like it. No, that's one of the better ones, because at least it's like. It's actually elaborate, and so, that's why "cool party" is my words. It's just so dumb. It, it is cool um, party. All right, so how about since I don't have this, let's do your top five non Arnold. Yeah, are, are most of yours Arnold puns, or are they just kind of a mix? Hold on, let me see here. Um, no, they're they're all Arnold. Oh, okay, so I'll do my. I'll just do my non Arnold, yeah. and then we'll we'll trade off on the Arnold ones. All right, so the fifth best non Arnold pun is from Commando. I was afraid you'd miss me. Don't worry, we won't. When Bill Duke kills uh, the guy the, that... With uh, an opposing his garbage man. Right, they trashed right. it. That was a good one. Fourth best from Total Recall. I know these Siamese twins. You won't know if you're coming or going. I thought about it, but I just... I I felt <laughs> dirty putting that yeah. on the list. I mean, it's it's not Arnold puns. They're, they're slimmer pickings, but uh, I like that one. Good old Benny. Yeah, Benny. Number three from Twins. Now, there's a man with a lot in his mind. That's a good one. I think I had to point that one out to you, too. No, I think I had the pun. I think you convinced me that that guy died. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. I still can't believe you thought that he survived that. (laughs) I pulled up that clip. I forget why I was checking it. And yeah, I forgot. It's like a 10, 12-foot-tall pile (laughs) of chains. It's bigger than Arnold. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot how much chains. Like, yeah, that that would crush a man. I I totally forgot how many chains there were. Uh, Number two. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, sorry to cut you off. That's fine. What's up? Damn, when we were talking about villains, I didn't even think about Beetroot. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about him, but I decided he didn't make the cut. He's, he's probably, not in that movie that much, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, but oh man, I got my driving glove. There's a <laughs> lot to. And he's, no, it's not Beetroot. Hit because Beetroot. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. <sighs> It'll come to me. I, I totally did not think of him. He might have been right on my cut list. Now that I'm thinking about this, I remembered he, him. but... He's yeah. a really. I mean, what? When he's at that the um, at the the parking garage, right? Yeah, there's so much to like about. It. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have sidetracked. Well, David Caruso, yeah, yeah with yeah. David, there's so much to like about him as a villain. I. I if there was a number 6, I probably would put him as number 6. Yeah, I thought about it. It's you know, like we said there are a lot of good villains. Like are you going to put him above Cohagen or above the T1000? Like it's no, just No, you couldn't. The competition is too stiff. Like, yeah. He can't make the cut. No, a lot on his mind is is a good one though, so it should be. That's a good pun, much like the thumbs. It's like that's that works on two levels. Yes. It's a very good pun. Uh number 2 is Charles Dance in Last Action Hero. I realized that freedom would elude me until Jack Slater. Forgive the pun. Was taken out of the picture. And just Imagine that delivered by Charles Dance. It's so awesome. I mean, yeah, it's it's great. He sells the pun while also apologizing for it. Yes. you know, he, Another actor might kind of be sheepish about it. Like, yeah, he goes for it. He, and he lands it. And the, the, my number one non-Arnold pun, which I'm a little embarrassed to say, but I think it's just genuinely really funny. From Collateral Damage, oh. John Leguizamo. Hey, don't be such a sour sauerkraut. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I thought about putting it on my list. Too. Okay, good. I kind of like it. It's a it's a good. I mean, it's a little uh, insensitive, but hey, it's a good pun. That's the thing. Like good word play goes a long way. Most yep. most Arnold puns are very blunt and not very clever. No, oh, I you know he had to split. It's like stuff like that. It's like that. You know, an eight year old could have come up with that pun. <laughs> Don't be such a sauerkraut. That's clever. Like good job. Collateral damage. You did one good thing. <laughs> Or, and or John, I don't know if John Leguizamo came up with that. I wouldn't be surprised. Whoever did, yeah. nice job, because everything else about that movie was awful. Good on you. It's my favorite non-Arnold pun. All right, All let's right, get to the so real So let list. me jump in here where I've actually done some work. So I'll go number five. I wanted to get a Batman and Robin here, so I went with, allow me to break the ice. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That almost works on two levels. Man. He's not literally breaking ice. So. If he was if he was literally breaking ice, it would be like, well done. That would be on my list, but... My problem with Batman and Robin's puns is they just think saying the word cold or ice, you know, that's enough. Yeah. It's like, come on, take it a little, a one Work step Work a flow. little harder. All right. My number five Arnold Schwarzenegger pun is, screw you. Oh, I have it. It's higher up for me. Yeah. Though. I, I thought you might have it higher. Yeah. It's on my list, though. I'm glad it's, it's very in the top good. five. All right. So what's your number four? My number four is, and you probably have this higher, too. I think you're going to be disappointed. Let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> is that your number one no oh no it's on your list i didn't get in my top five. oh wow it was just there i um i went with i'm shocked you want to be a farmer here's a couple of acres <laughs> yeah. oh, it's so amazing it's so good that's uh, i mean that might be the most clever pun i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> it's not my number one but it's high up and you know, the only reason why it's not number one is well for, for reasons we'll get to but right. uh, uh so my number three i wanted a commando and i went back and forth but i went Please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Mainly because <laughs> I didn't have Henrique only as an armor match. I'm like, I have to have something from that scene because it's so awesome. I'm putting all Commando things higher than you're putting them. It's shocking. Wow. I'm very interested in the next episode now. Is it possible that I'm going to put Commando higher on my list than you, you Might put, I might. That might be amazing. That would be amazing. I think it's possible. The more I I'm think not, about I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I've I've effectively locked it. I'm not going back and revisiting no, it. No, me neither. Yeah. So mine is also locked. All right. So we will see if it's higher. So what was your number three? My number three, the aforementioned I'm all thumbs today. <laughs> it is a great one. It didn't make my list, but it is a great one. It's a great it's one of the it's the well the third best pun, apparently, yeah. at least in my opinion. Uh, Alright, so my number two. two? Yeah. Uh my tablet just went crazy. Okay. My my number two is Hey, do you want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. All right, so my number two is Screw You. I had to have Benny. I I really love that one. Yeah, it's good. All right, so number one. I'm you your number one I don't have, and I think I know what it's going to be. Go for it. I certainly iced that guy to cone a phrase. It yeah. has two in one? It has two in one. And it's after a it guy. I, I didn't have the kill with the ice cream cone, but yeah. I had to have this as my number one pun. The, I honored it in the kill list because I... I don't like the pun as much as you, even though it's really great. It honestly, he's probably number six on my list. Okay. It it this was sort of like Charles Dance's villain. I didn't even. I'm like, I just am putting in number one before anything for me. Ice that guy to call, his delivery, everything about it. You know what I think my problem with it is not to diminish your number one pick or it's anything. Fine. I watched that again recently. I was kind of going through and you know in preparation for this episode and like rewatching little clips here and there. What he actually says is. He doesn't say, I, don't, I think we've been amending it. I think he just says, Iced that guy, Kona phrase. Like, I think we've been. He doesn't say to? I don't, I, I think he says to Kona phrase, but whatever, it's fine. I almost want to pull it up, but it's, this has already been too long. But uh, I we think We can do so. it after the episode. Yeah, let's, let's find it when we're done. I, I, I think what he actually says is, Iced that guy. Kona phrase, which is all still funny. Wow, uh, well, but I, we, I think we've been adding the. I cer- uh, certainly ice that guy, and then I think two Kona phrase. I think he just kind of like bluntly says, "Ice that guy." I, Kona phrase. I think you're right on the ice that there's nothing before, but I think he says two, so we're gonna look it up after. He might like mutter something yeah. that we've been assuming was a two, but well, now I'm I'm interested in what your number. I really thought that was gonna be your number one. <laughs> my number one is from Commando. Please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. Ah, it is. <laughs> There's so much to love about Enrique. You know why I put it number one over, here's a couple of acres? He's dead tired. Dead tired, it's just like the delivery, the editing, the fact that the kill was funny prior to that. <laughs> oh, the kill is amazing! And the fact that, you know, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger, I mean, it's Commando, it's the movie where he kills the most people. Yes. And... The fact that it's a pun related to this man he just brutally murdered, and he's just flippantly being like, Don't disturb him. (laughs) I just murdered this man the fact that he's being so coy and like it's you know he's having fun with this murder he just uh, he just committed homicide on a crowded airplane And <laughs> the part that's so great that's it's, why it's number these one these two today. giant men have just grappled seats are moving but nobody bothers to look back and wants to know what just happened the fact that he's joking he's making a joke with the <laughs> with the stewardess he's not in a combat situation he committed cold blooded murder I mean granted these are bad guys who are trying to kill his daughter you know, they kidnapped him and they're trying to you, you can understand the reasoning. Yeah, well, of course, but still, the, the situation—it's—it's it's so funny. It's a genuinely a funny pun. It's a funny moment. Him killing him. It's a funny exchange with the the. You almost whole convinced thing. me that I should move it up. It's a, it, like the whole scene is a build-up to this pun. The pun is the punchline to the entire scene. You know, whereas a couple of acres is part. It's just. It's part of a the scene. That, you know, yeah. that keeps going on. I mean, literally, I, I, I love the cut. He said, don't just do my friend, he's dead tired. Cut to, you know, other stuff. Like, it's like, scene over. The, the, the movie is making it very clear. This is the, the climax of the scene is this pun. <laughs> this dumb pun. <laughs> it's amazing and it's only enhanced by the fact that I was able to point out to you the touchdown just enhances Oh, it does. it yeah if, if I didn't notice that touchdown I don't know if I'd be putting this number one but just and Henrique from beginning to end his whole life was leading up to this moment his, his greatest achievement was being dead while Arnold <laughs> said something funny next to him it's the best if I had to a dry cool my went like that I could be an action hero <laughs> oh please don't disturb my friend he's dead tired it's the best I, look, man, I I didn't have it as high up, but I am not going to debate you on it because it is an amazing sequence. It's amazing. Commando's amazing. How did I never know this before? Well, you know what? I feel like that we've we've accomplished a lot on this podcast, and I'm going to take uh, credit for pushing Commando up on your list and helping you discover that. I would agree. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just, just watching it again, I don't think – certainly without the two-hour discussion about it, I don't think I, – I definitely – I think that is the movie more than anything that – it was it was our conversation that caused me to really grow to appreciate it. Like it's we we committed to locking our list. I'm going like maybe I should put it higher. <laughs> no, I think our list should be locked. No, I, I want to yeah, see if locked. you have a command. You might have it higher than me. Yeah, you're right. We need to. Do we want to make a gentleman's wager? Or who's going to have it higher? No. I'm starting to think I might have it higher than you. It would be. Uh... <laughs> I'll go. I'll go a buck. I'll go a buck that I still have. I have it. Well, if it's equal to, it's no no bet. Or the, the trading places wager, yes, one dollar. One dollar. All right, let's do it. All right, I think I may have it higher than you. It, it's, it'll probably be a push based on today's experience. Like we've been so in sync with a lot of things, so, and a lot of that I actually am surprised of how many things we agreed on. Yeah. So. Less so near the end, but that was mostly due to my disorganization <laughs> organizing this episode. But that's fine. So that so that was the best and worst of what we covered in the last thirty two episodes. Yeah, it's really starting to sink in now that we're actually done. Yeah, like having this conversation about the whole breadth of Arnold's career and like what we think and what are our favorite things and what are my least favorite things. <laughs> at least I got the rant about a couple of things. Yeah, I blew it. Um, that's fine. I blew. I blew it on more important things like you know, music the thing you care yeah, the more thing, about the one thing i wanted to talk about oh whoops <laughs> give me a minute while i put together my thoughts um whatever it came out it came out fine that's yeah, the show yeah. so next episode we're saving the list of the of rank or ranking i guess and we'll go from the bottom to the top yeah absolutely uh do you want to aggregate our picks are we try, are we going to try and come out with a definitive our podcast's number one movie Like we could, we could take our picks and average them out and figure out. I think that's. I mean, until we can't do it until we have the discussion. But I think after that, we probably should do it and then post it or whatever. Of here's here's what it averages out to be. Here's what the greatest is, and them in order. Well, I think as we go, we'll average out our picks, and then if there are ties, we'll resolve them on the spot. All right. Like as we're going through it, it's like okay, these two are now tied we need to hash it out. Because if they're tied, then obviously one of us has not higher than the other and vice versa, so we'd have to actually have, the, you know, we have to do some horse trading about, like, I'll give you this if <laughs> you give me that. I, and I'm sure we're going to have stuff that is going to be higher than the other. Especially in the middle, that's where it's going to be really tough. That's the thing is, like, the movies that we most disagree with, we're both going to get up, be upset because it's like, I'm going to be upset at how high Terminator 3 is, and you're going to be so upset at how low Terminator 3 is, and vice versa with Conan the Destroyer. I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Uh, those are probably the two candidates. Just guess. imagine if they end up tied. That's going to be like nuclear warfare. Oh, like John Connor? <laughs> that, right. Yeah, so right. tune in then. I am I'm really excited about ranking all 32 movies. It's going to be a lot of fun. I agree. Um, I have no idea how long that's going to take. We'll That's why I definitely, certainly, I mean, it's clear we needed to separate it out because we're almost two hours. Yeah, no doubt. We're, I think we're over two hours, which is crazy. <laughs> like, this is a long episode, longer well, episode than I thought. I, it's long, but at the same time we were doing like normally 30 to an hour on season recaps. So, I mean, you've got a season recap and then a podcast recap. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, this is our last chance to yeah. get out our thoughts on these so. things. So yeah, one more main episode to go. Yep. And then maybe one short one after that. So we'll see. But, uh, yeah thanks for listening uh i i've already like i already forgotten how to do this like <laughs> how to like us on oh yeah the, the twitter and all that my <laughs> it's, brain it's, it's at bad Punch podcast on <laughs> you, twitter. Just, you just you just i'm already I'm just like, gonna end the show and take this over yeah So please write us a favorable review on your podcast app of choice and follow us. As we noted a couple episodes back, SoundCloud may or may not continue to exist. So the best way to keep track of what we're up to and we'll be doing in the future is to uh, follow us on Twitter at Podcast. Yeah. If our RSS ends up changing, we will tweet it out. So keep an eye on the Twitter. Um, I have no idea how that's going to work. Like, I don't know if I'm going to, if we have to do that, do we have to resubmit to iTunes or do you just tell uh, Apple, like, hey, go here? I have no clue. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. So Just the worst timing is all, but whatever. It seems like maybe it'll be okay. It seems like SoundCloud is saying that... They'll find some money. But, yeah, well, who knows? I don't know if I trust them. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Am I doing the movie back? I think we will be back with the ranking of the movies. <laughs> I'm a disaster now. It's because it's so close to the end. It's because I can't let go.